Alexander Hamilton said, a nation which can prefer disgrace to danger is prepared for a master and deserves one. Now let's set the record straight. There's no argument over the choice between peace and war, but there's only one guaranteed way you can have peace, and you can have it in the next second. Surrender. Admittedly, there's a risk in any course we follow other than this, but every lesson of history tells us that the greater risk lies in appeasement. And this is the specter our well-meaning liberal friends refuse to face, that their policy of accommodation is appeasement. And it gives no choice between peace and war, only between fight or surrender. If we continue to accommodate, continue to back and retreat, eventually we have to face the final demand, the ultimatum. And what then? When Nikita Khrushchev has told his people, he knows what our answer will be. He has told them, that we're retreating under the pressure of the Cold War, and someday, when the time comes to deliver the final ultimatum, our surrender will be voluntary, because by that time, we will have been weakened from within spiritually, morally, and economically. He believes this because from our side, he's heard voices pleading for peace at any price, or better read than dead, or as one commentator put it, he'd rather live on his knees than die on his feet. And therein lies the road to war, because those voices don't speak for the rest of us. You and I know and do not believe that life is so dear and peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery. If nothing in life is worth dying for, when did this begin? Just in the face of this enemy? Or should Moses have told the children of Israel to live in slavery under the pharaohs? Should Christ have refused the cross? Should the patriots at Concord Bridge have thrown down their guns and refused to fire the shot heard round the world? The martyrs of history were not fools. And our honored dead, who gave their lives to stop the advance of the Nazis, didn't die in vain. Where then is the road to peace? Well, it's a simple answer after all. You and I have the courage to say to our enemies, there is a price we will not pay. There is a point beyond which they must not advance. This is the meaning in the phrase of Barry Goldwater, peace through strength. Winston Churchill said the destiny of man is not measured by material computations. When great forces are on the move in the world, we learn we're spirits, not animals. And he said there's something going on in time and space and beyond time and space, which, whether we like it or not, spells duty. You and I have a rendezvous with destiny. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on Earth, or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness.
with it is freedom friday and we are back i'm your host james joining me as always i got my short and fat fellow friend alan jacoby he's such a scumbag <laughs> already already oh we starting out that's freedom friday dude you know how we do it on freedom friday you yelled at me on monday for being a little too much because it's not friday so now it, we're the, the the chains are, are off we're, we're going full full blast full send let's go we got a great guest today Really excited to have this guy on. I've been I've been friends with this guy via the internet for like two years. I feel like I've known this guy forever. Uh, welcome to the show, Jaden, the man behind Pepe Q sauce, dude. Welcome, brother. How's it going, boys? Super oh, excited to have you here. Man. We're gonna we're gonna have some fun today. Things are gonna right. get. Uh, I, I, I want I want to start it right off. Pepe Q sauce, the name, the Instagram handle. Yeah, I don't know. You think you got almost like ten thousand followers on Instagram. You're like one of the meme masters out there, and I I need to I need to know the uh, the background of the Pepe Q sauce name and where that all came about. I've actually I've only been doing this for like not even a year. I think this, it was like middle of October of last year is when I started it, and I was friends with just on like my normie account with. Tip Top Keck or Tip Top Tony, you guys probably Legend. know him. Absolutely. And, yeah. We were just like DMing back and forth. And like I had a like two years ago, I had like a super small like Anon account. And so he was just like convinced me. He's like, dude, you gotta start it back up. Come on. So I was like, screw it. That day I just started posting like random memes and stuff. And then he would like share them. And then I honestly don't even know how it happened. I just find shit that I well, think is interesting and then share it. Let me ask you this then. Let me ask you this. What was yeah. the moment you realized shit was all fucked and uh, you were lied to about well, everything? I, the red pill moment. Well, throughout like Trump. I, okay. So when I was in high school, I, I was like a Republican just cause like I knew like my dad was a Republican. So I just like went along with it and like, he'd always make fun of you liberals like as I was growing up. Yeah. I didn't really understand. Like he would always make fun of liberals growing up and you know, and I always thought of them as just like, well, look at these idiots. And then, like, as when when Trump got into when Trump got into office, I was more like, like I've never seen the news treat anybody like this. You know what I mean? Like the media just started going fucking batshit crazy. And then, like, I would say probably 2018. I don't even know how I found it, but it was like, if it was on Instagram, it was like a picture of like one of the drop like Q drops. And then I was like, what is this? You know? And then I like went into the comments. I started looking to it, and then I just like didn't even follow through with it. And then like two years later, I think it was like in 2020, like this was like maybe right before, like January of 2020, like right before COVID I saw all this. I don't even know. I think my friend was like into it. Like, and he would send me some of these drops. I was like, what does this even mean? And then I started getting more into it. It was just sitting at, like sitting at home. I was sitting at home during like the lockdowns. And then I don't even, I think it was, I think I might've followed like wonder woman first. I think that's who I found first. And then like, you know, like one page leads to the next. And then literally like six months in, I was like balls deep into all the Q stuff. You know, I saw, um, what was it? Fall the Cabal, like right around that time too. Mm -hmm. And then the last, the last another part, part 10 of yeah, and then, crash. And then, and then there was a, I forgot what's the documentary where the guy used to be like in Hollywood. He was like a stunt man. Out of shadows. Uh, yeah. Out of shadows. And I saw that one. And then, yeah, like a year later, so it'd be like 20, fall of 2021 is like when I started it. And then you know, I already knew it's ton because I was That's like. That's fucking wild, dude, that you literally went not a, 
you went from like not knowing a lot of conspiracies right into one of like the most intense free thinking type conspiracy there is. Cause like Q is not for even the, the normal cons- like You have to do your own research and actually read the drops and actually go and look at the information and understand it. And so many conspiracy theorists are like, Oh, it's fake. And they don't go and do it and go and look at it and actually read the drops. So they, they just assume that it's not real. So it's yeah, not no. Q is not a conspiracy quote unquote conspiracy. I should say that is for the average conspiracy theorist, in my opinion, like you really have to do a deep dive into that. And that's like what you dove into first. Yeah. That was like, well, okay. So I like dropped out of college. Cause I like smart my move. family owns a construction. Yeah. Smart my, move. my family owns a construction company. So I was like, screw this. Like if I go get one of these degrees, I'm going to really be making the same amount, if if not less than I'm making right now. Cause I was working full time while going to school and college. So I was like, okay, they're lying to us about this. And so that was like, opened my mind. It was like, everyone tells us to go to college. Like the school system is fucked. So then I think, I feel like that yep. also helped me like, okay, they're already lying to me about this. What else are they fucking lying to me about? And then I saw the news was just going fucking crazy for like two or three years. I, I wasn't like literally, I was surprised about it, but it nothing like, I was like, oh, doesn't surprise me. I think like every step of the way, I was like, oh, it doesn't surprise me. No, it's it's just leading up to what's happening right now. It's it's been nonstop since the guy walked down the escalator, and uh, this is yeah. why I continually tell people I'm like, there's no way that this guy's a part of the establishment. They wouldn't attack this guy the way they're attacking him if he was. There, there's no way. Um, but man, that's that's wild. So. Did you did the memes like draw you in immediately? Was like that like because <laughs> you're young, you're younger than both Alan and I, and I was in I was a meme lord on Facebook for years, years. And Alan's an old head over here. It's, he's got grandkids. I got grandkids. Go fuck yourself. I'm not that old. My kid's <laughs> nine. I'm forty three. I'm old. What do they call? Yeah, I'm, like, a, I'm a boomer. You're a fucking boomer. Your boomer's showing, Alan. Shove my boomer. You know up the, your ass. the the. The memes like brought me in, but at first I was like, what the fuck do these even mean? Like they were like super, you know, like some of them are like, you got to know a lot about it in order to get like half the memes. And so I was like, what is this? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what does this fucking mean? So then like, as I would like dig deeper and deeper, like everything started to make sense. The thing that was like, took me the longest to like wrap my head around is how like some of the stuff would come to fruition like years later, like to the point where okay you know like the constant saying like how many like how how long till it's like mathematically impossible like for the coincidences you know like actually remember and, yeah and like there was certain things that happened that were like to the t like not even dates but just certain things that would happen and i'm like how is this even possible that's what like mind fucked me the most is like a lot of like the deltas that like came to fruition where you like could not dispute it at all well that's that was the one thing that made me that's that's exactly yeah. what it's me because I'm 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 uh, naturally naturally skeptical about everything and when when I got approached yeah. someone showed I was about to take a major black pill I was about to be like oh, yeah. Donnie's one of them he's he's a uh, starting a war because it was right I found out about Q right when uh, we dropped the Moab on that air air base in uh, Syria and I was like okay. oh, here we go 
Here we go. Another military industrial complex guy. Like it's 2018. It's the beginning of 2018. I'm like, there's no rest. Hillary's still walking free. Like what the fuck are we doing here? And I had somebody uh, put me on the queue and I was like, ah, man, this kind of sounds kind of weird and uh corny like a met an anonymous person on a message board i'm like this this is this is this is a little too much for me and i i go i've been going down rabbit holes for years and this is a little too much for me and i started looking into it though like i it it, it was i was curious like i i need to actually look into it so i started doing i watched a lot of praying medic a lot of just informed talk to help me understand the drops and understand how to read it interpret them and i spent a lot of time reading these things and as time went on more and more things were happening, like the tippy top shape, like tip tip top Tony gets his yeah. name for it. That was the first proof yeah. that I was all right. This is maybe I need to look into this a little bit more because you have somebody on the boards, Alan. If you don't know, someone on the on the boards, they they asked Donald Trump to put tippy top tip top shape in his State of the Union address uh, the night before the State of the Union, and. Someone right below that said, no, put tippy top shape in it. Right. And he obviously the State of the Union address is pre-written and ready to go. You can't just throw it in there. But a week later was the Easter address. He was in front of the white wrote in front of the Rose Garden in the White House backyard with a big ass white rabbit with with glasses on just straight out of, out yeah. of Alice in Wonderland. And he goes, I want to thank everybody that works at the White House, the White House staff and Melania they do such a great job. They keep this place in tip-top shape. Some would even say it's tippy-top shape. And I, as soon as I saw this, I was like, I've lived 29 years of my life and never heard anybody say that ever. And, and an anon on the, on the boards asked him to say this, and he says it. I'm like, all right, I need to dive deeper into what's going on. And then very shortly after yeah. that was the McCain proof because that was right around Easter. Then in June of 2018, June 25th, 2018, no name returns to the headlines because we never state a trader's name. And it was on, at 428 in the afternoon. And I'm like, all right, cool. I, like, Because I hated John McCain before Q, before anything. I knew he was a traitor. I knew he was a piece of garbage, a globalist. And when John McCain... Uh, got, when No Name got attached to the news, it was when he was MIA. Remember, he was gone. Like, no one heard from him for six months. And I was like, ooh, like John McCain news. Here we go. Like, I remember sitting there with my buddy who introduced me to Q. And I was like, man, here we go. Like, John McCain's in the news. Let's go. Nothing. Week goes by, nothing. Two weeks, nothing. One month to the day, August 25th, the New York Times writes an article. John McCain's announced dead at 428 in the afternoon. I was like, how the fuck do you get exactly down to the minute? Down to the minute. And then at that point, I was done. I was like, this is there's, there's, there's and then you can go into so many of the proofs that went on, went on from there. But that was what did it for me. That was like, all right, there's something to this that regardless if this is good or bad, there's something going on here. Like they, you don't get exact that perfect without there being something behind it or something going on. And as more and more happen, you realize that this is very real. And then you have now Donald Trump retruthing patriots in control of the big Q pin and, <laughs> And, and the storm yeah. is coming, and then he's playing songs a, as videos that are named Where We Go One, We Go All, and it's written by a guy named Richard Feelgood, a.k.a. Dick Feelgood, 
and plays it at his rally. Like, the song is called Where We Go, When We Go, and he plays it at his rally. How much of a nod can you give us? Like, how much more of a nod can you give us? It's, exactly. It's- when he was tweeting, when he was tweeting, like, plus, plus, and shit like that, and I was like, dude, there's no fucking way. Like, the plus, there's plus, no plus, way this plus, is like a plus. plus. There's no way. Yeah. There's no way, because Q told us that plus was Soros, Plus plus with the Rothschild family, and plus 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 was the, the Saudi royal family, and Donald Trump yeah. constantly referencing plus 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 in his fucking tweets. It's amazing, yeah. amazing. Hey, you don't see these. Yeah, things. I think no, you don't see. It. You have to. The thing is, everyone that shits on it, and like, I'm not like, I don't want to get too vet because I'm always skeptical. So I'm not like 100 like ride or die Q. Like it's either it's either like New World Order and like Donald or Trump's the biggest like or Q's real like Donald Trump's it's like literally like it's the only yeah we're getting like catfished we're getting catfished like no tomorrow by fucking Trump or Q's real and the new you know what I mean there's there's one or the other and my my whole argument is why go through all these great lengths to wake people up to get people to realize exactly because that is the that is the only thing we the people is literally the only thing that can stop this tyrannical government this this hostile takeover of our country the world globalization we the people are the only thing that can stop that and an awakened public like if we're aware that we're, they're trying to divide us, which people are starting to realize this. People are starting to understand that they're actively trying to de- make us hate each other. They're doing it on purpose, and they're seeing this with their own eyes, and it's not working. Like, I truly tell people, go outside. Go talk to people. Like, walk into a store and have a conversation. Go talk to black people. Go talk to Spanish people. Go talk to other white people. And most people don't hate each other. Like you can have a normal conversation no. with people and people, whether, whether you have the same political views or not, people don't, there's not a, like a, I see a black person in the street and I'm going to go crazy. Like I'm going to lose my shit. Like, of course those people exist. Yeah. They're real. But to the scale that the media makes it seem to be, it, it, it's not Dude, even it's like two different worlds. Yeah. It's like two different societies that were like coexisting in at the same exact time. Like, the, the psyop that they're running on us is like one world and we're so consumed with like social media and everything every single day. That's like half of our day is on a phone looking at a screen. So that's like half of our world right there. And it looks like literally it's like literally about to burn right now. And then you like walk around the fucking streets. Everyone's happy. Like you go talk to anyone. Doesn't matter like black, white, whatever. They're all fucking happy. It's like two worlds existing at the same exact time. It's insane. Like really the person world, and then you have your 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 world on your device, you know. Yeah. And people people act differently. And then as far as the the, the division, uh, yeah, James and and I I agree with you to a point where most people are not at each other's throats. I mean, there are people out there like that. We see it a lot, and I think you see it more in 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 an organized way, like organizations that are have money behind them, say Soros money or whatever that. Like Twitter, like Twitter, though, look, look at Twitter to factor into it. The, all the if we if this October case comes out with Elon Musk, and we find out Twitter is over fifty percent bots, which a lot of people are the, people are saying it's probably closer to eighty. Mm-hmm. If it's over fifty yeah. percent, that just goes to show that's who's causing the division. It's not it's not human beings that are going on that are starting this division. Just like January sixth, did 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 good 
hearted patriots get caught up in the excitement and the emotion and and go do and go yeah. go walk into the capital yes because they saw other people doing it who are the people that started it though antifa the paid agitators just like the they do the same thing in real life that they do online it's just more it's it's on a grander scale online because they have so many of them it's so easy their algorithms pick up someone saying something they're like hey we're talking about the election or we're talking about the china virus we're talking about this bots just swarm like ah you can't be talking about this report report mean comment you're racist you're misogynist this that or the other and i i love ukraine i'm an npc and it's because the bots picked that up immediately. Then other people will see that thread and they'll get, they'll be like, oh, okay. Cause people like to be part of groups psychologically. Right. They see other people, they, they're like, oh, if someone else is speaking, I'm going to say something. Cause I feel okay to say something. Most people aren't that confrontational in real life. Most people are so terrified of confrontation. They will avoid it at all costs. Really think about it. Everybody, you talk to yeah. anybody. This is even even conservative Republicans. The reason why they're not wearing they're still wearing masks. The reason why they're they're getting the jab is because they're scared of confrontation. They're scared of causing a stir. They're scared of having these conversations with people because they don't want it. So you're telling me all of a sudden these people just change just because they're behind a screen, like totally flip their illusion. We might have. I told no, them if we no oh. no no. It's like it went to sleep on me. Hold on. Sorry. It has like a timer. Good. Sorry. I gotta. Yeah, good. Sorry. But people don't just like completely change their personalities over uh, 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 behind a screen, maybe to an extent, but most people don't want to get in conversation. I hate going online and getting into comment battles with people. Like it's the dumbest thing in the universe. Yeah, it's a waste of time. It's such a waste of time. Sometimes sometimes when I'm bored, it's entertaining, but otherwise it's a waste of time. But most people feel that way. Most people are like, yeah, I don't have time to get into comment battles and argue with people on the internet. So who the fuck is sitting there arguing with everybody? It's bots. Dude, half the time you go, like if someone says like some crazy shit to you, 90% of the time what I've noticed is you go on their profile, they're like four followers, no profile picture, no posts. It's just, it's bots. There's so many, but I bet, I bet Instagram has at least, I would say 30% bots. Maybe I'd 50. say even more. I'd say even more because because I get hit with the bots that are obvious, the very obvious ones, like the porn bots. They 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 yeah. hit you with. Like I get occasionally, like my my uh, whole little feed in the back will be all follows, and it'll be all like smoking hot girls, and it'll say a name and have like twenty numbers behind it. And yeah, I'm like, there are yeah. no smoking hot girls that yep. are following you willingly. Oh, yes, they're all bots. All bots. See, this <laughs> is exactly why I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm detailing this for you, Alan, so you can understand that they're definitely all. I get it all the time too. It's like, oh, no followers, or I like the one where they get, you get they have, they have um, no followers. They're following five thousand people. They have <laughs> two posts, and then they send you yeah. a message. Hello, good sir. Hope you are having a day. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> or, 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 or they, uh, they follow five thousand people and they're private. <laughs> yes. No posts no posts and they're completely private I'm like oh okay there's cool. like there's like certain topics too that like i swear like get the bots rabbit like if you bring up anything like russia ukraine did the oh, bots yeah. swarm way harder than any other topic without a doubt oh and there's there's a lot of key words that they have i think in the algorithm for these bots because i don't think people understand like you you post those videos i've posted them before 
where it's literally a factory, like a warehouse, like a full, like huge, massive warehouse. Oh yeah, it's like, like a bot farm, yeah. commercial warehouse. Yeah. And it's nothing but racks and it's all cell phones. Mm-hmm. It's just nothing but racks. And each each rack has like 10 or 20 rows. And it's just all the way across, like probably 500 cell phones across and like 20 cell phones down. Probably even yeah. more, probably 1,000 cell phones. And they're all bots. What do you think that they're doing? And that's not – you think they have one warehouse? No, because it's not just warehouses in the United States. China has warehouses. They're like, everywhere. Countries that have warehouses of these bots. So not only are we dealing with our own domestic bots, but we're dealing with these foreign bots as well. It's 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 crazy. And that all comes into they made it a business. Like you can there that you can go if you're a, whether it's Instagram, I don't know about Twitter, but you can go. They have all these companies in India that says, yeah, you can buy followers. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can buy a hundred thousand followers, and then you go and you see. All of these hundred thousand followers, a lot of them, they have pictures of like people in India with no followers. Like they're all, but just they're all bots. Every That's single one of them is bots. They're all, all of them, and and you can shape a narrative when you have that much control and that many voices to use to pretend that are real. You can shape so many people's minds. Like I said earlier, psychologically, human beings want to fit in. Human beings want to be a part of something. Human beings don't want to be the loner on an island. They want to, they want to be in a group. So they, they, they focus on that. So there's all these people that are talking about this one subject and feeling a certain way about that subject. Even if you feel the other way, yeah. a lot of people will shift their opinion because I must be an idiot because if everybody else feels this way about this, maybe I'm wrong. And they're too scared to stand on their morals or stand on their beliefs. They're, they're, they want to be, they want to fit in. It's not easy being a conspiracy theorist. I mean, anytime you question the narrative, people ridicule you. They're like, they, they, they immediately throw that term at you and they immediately not, try to say you're an idiot. It's not just being a conspiracy theorist. You, you don't, it just does, it doesn't happen to just conspiracy theorists. It could happen to just people that have the, an opinion and it doesn't have to be a conspiracy theory. And they're still holding ground and not, Mm-hmm. falling to the narrative and saying, oh, yeah, I must be an idiot and all these people are right. And half these people, it, it's engineered that way from bot farms and on social media influence and pressure. No, 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 this is how I feel. This is why. But, yeah, it, it could be anybody. <sighs> and it, The thing that's annoying, too, is, like, all the normie, like, people on the right, they think it's, like, just Facebook and, like, Instagram, like, the companies itself, like, censoring us. But it's like, dude, if you really know, like, how Facebook was started – it's, it's like actually the government censoring you. You know, like when, when uh, Mark Zuckerberg was on Joe Rogan and he's like, the FBI told us to, you know, this was all Russia collusion. So we should, you know, we should throttle it down. It's like, oh, so your bosses basically just came in and said, you know, throttle it down. Right. Well, look what just came out. Was it uh, yesterday, the day before? Facebook, They there's a report out. Uh, New York Post had it, I believe Breitbart had it, but there's a few others where they Facebook has been spying on private messages of American citizens and reporting it to the FBI without any type of subpoena or any type of request from the FBI at will who express anti-government sentiments, uh, anti-authority sentiments, and questioning the 2020 election. So if, if I'm talking to you, we're all talking in a chat on Facebook, and we're saying these things. 
oh, there might be a chance that someone from Facebook grabbed him and sent him to the FBI. Very good, good sure. possibility. Very good possibility. And it, it's ha- it, it, it's happening. It well, happened. I, I I fully expect at some point people like us who are very outspoken, who have larger audiences, we're going to start getting knocks on the door, just like the January yeah. 6th people. I, I fully expect it. I'm not I, – I, I'm not um, – it's not something that's out of my out of my mind mindset. It's something that I think is going to happen because they do not like people that are speaking out against their agenda. It, the, the mainstream media is losing the control of the narrative so badly. And if October comes, I, I, I really think this October hearing with Elon Musk is so big because not only does it show that they shape a narrative, but he just lied to all his shareholders. He lied to all his advertisers. Like, Alan, imagine you spend a couple hundred million dollars on Twitter to advertise for, for my Patriot cigar. And mm-hmm. it turns out that your average advertising to 80% and 80% of the audience was bots. How pissed would you be? Would you not be bringing lawsuits? Oh, would absolutely. you not balls off of them? Absolutely. So how is somebody like Twitter going to survive something like that? Because that's what's going to happen. If I'm an advertiser and I spend a lot of companies spend millions, hundreds of millions of dollars over the course of of the decade and a half that Twitter's been active to advertise to the the audience of Twitter because they were reporting X amount of active users, even though they knew it wasn't. That's that's, that's a huge, very illegal, and it's going to cause a lot of problems. What's going to happen? Absolutely. Now, Now, take this. A scenario we talk about this whatever hearing this might be and that happened in october um i wonder if the hearing will be blocked something something will sure, happen I'm where sure. the hearing I'm will not sure. the hearing will not happen i don't think i, th- I don't think elon musk is going to be quiet I and mean, he's very outspoken bob Iger just made a statement from the ceo of the former ceo of disney and he's like we were going to buy it and we didn't because we found out all the users were fake so uh and, and elon musk commented he goes interesting oh interesting He's not going to be quiet. He already knows. He already knows. I think I, I don't know what to think about him. Like the whole like I, I don't trust him. neural neural. Yeah, I mean any billionaire that's like pushing for like because he was uh, he wanted Neuralink and then he wanted like the ink like the what was it like the payments? Uh, what was it like the fucking brain fart? Where he wanted everyone just get like subsidized government payments. Uh, well, yeah, I'm here to tell you now, Man Bear Pig <laughs> is well, there. <laughs> yeah, I don't even. Pig is very uh, real, though. Uh, it is. Oh, retard alert! Retard alert, class! <laughs> I don't trust True. him because I think he's entrenched in deep with China in various ways, I obviously. I don't trust him at all. No, I don't trust him at all. You know, when everybody was. Everybody was running their mouths. Oh, when he was going to, when the Twitter thing was happening. Oh, Elon Musk owns Twitter. He's going to save Twitter. He is a hero. Give me a, give me a fucking break. No, no here's, he's not. here's the thing. Here's the no, thing. He's not. Here's the thing. Anthony on my other show, on our Tuesday show, made a very good point about this. And we have to realize that right now, what they're doing, they're monitoring everything that we're doing on our social media. Right now, as we speak, we know that they're doing it. And at the same time, Monitor they're, this. They're censoring us to the point where where our large audience is reaching a a fraction of a fraction of the people that it should be reaching, like a very small fraction. It's disgusting. Like I I just I just posted for the first time on my main account in a month, 
hoping that it would lift the shadow ban. Didn't post and on Instagram, anything. right? On Instagram, still less than fifty people see my story. Less than fifty Dude, you know, people. You, you know what? How what I found that helps make break a shadow ban, kind of. If you post something like, because I've been shadow ban, where I'll get like I don't know, like forty likes for like three, four days, and then if I post something real like not like on purpose, but post, post something like kind of normie where I don't like, maybe I'll leave something out or just not acknowledge like the main point of it. It gets like people so rattled and they just like comment to like, cause they want, they want to like prove you wrong. You know, like a lot of truthers just want to prove you wrong. Or like, they know this amount about this certain thing. Oh, so you I just like that. leave it out and then you'll, you'll literally have like 200 comments. And then like the next day shadow band's gone. I don't know if it like, if Doesn't that post like got that. so much it doesn't. It unfortunately does not work like that for me. Uh, I I get the Alex Jones treatment on YouTube. Uh, I can't really. Um, it's it's wild the amount of shadow banning that they put us. I mean, Media Matters is writing articles about our show. Yeah, I saw like, that. <laughs> Media I can't, I can't post on YouTube. No, nah, no. Nah, but like, I was part of the reason why you can't post on YouTube. But now it's gotten really bad. Does Apple, Apple Podcasts like does? Does Apple Podcasts like nuke people? Does that because no, a lot of there's a tons of shows on Apple Podcasts? They haven't yet, but that's what Media mm-hmm. Matters wrote an article to do. They they wrote an article to get us removed from Apple. Us X twenty two, cannabis and combat was in there. Um, I mean, some but, people were taken off Spotify, but for no reason whatsoever. I still don't know? have a reason. I I lasted less yeah. than two weeks on Spotify, and I still don't have a reason. They won't respond to me. Uh, it's it, just disappeared off of spotify my channel um it, it's it's wild but but my point what i was getting at was we know that they're censor they're, they're they're spying on us they're tracking everything that we're doing and they're censor, censoring us to oblivion if elon musk buys twitter and and gives us a free and open platform to speak freely free speech is absolute that's a win in my book because if he's going to monitor everything that we're doing and have all of our information, it's something that they're already doing. Like we're we're it's a win it's a win for us and it's a loss for them because they they lose the censorship. Because no, no matter what, they're going to take our information. We might as well get free speech yeah. out of it. We might as well be able to speak and yeah. talk about the things that we need to talk about. Like imagine we were able to post all of the, the the Hunter Biden stuff when it came out and didn't get censored. Imagine we were able to post Dr. Fauci's emails and not get censored. Imagine we were able to post the WikiLeaks, the Podesta emails, all of these things that are going on and not get censored. We'd be able to reach a lot more people and help people understand that we've been lied to. The mainstream media, the establishment, the, the doctors, everybody, they are pushing an agenda. And when we can't share the information we are fighting an uphill battle. This is an information war. This is why they're fighting so hard to control the information. This is the, the, the war is real. It's just not kinetic. It's not physical. There's no guns or or, or things like that. But the war is very re- real. When, when Donald Trump said he's a wartime president, he is 1,000% a wartime president. Well, now instead of, you know, yeah, there's no weapons, but now you have coming out of the Senate, they're trying to push that, that journalism bill where – Basically, it, it's making a forming a media cartel where they can influence big tech mm-hmm. into what content should be shared on their platform. And all of these, it's like a five page bill. All of these ridiculous uh, uh, provisions in the bill, like you have to have you have to be a registered media site. You have to have 
like 1 billion impressions over all of your uh, videos and website hits and all of this. They, they want to be able to just wipe out anyone and everyone who isn't controlled by large amounts of dark money pushing a certain narrative. They want to form the media cartel so they can influence and pay off big tech not to have people – even the small so people losing, us on losing the information war. They've tried censoring us. They tried nuking us. They've tried everything, and we keep coming back. We keep sharing memes. It's the war. It, Justin used to say it's um, uh, memes and songs instead of uh, boots and bombs. Um, <laughs> the meme war is real. I mean, oh, it's very it, real. It's very real. And Catalyst, go fuck yourself. I see you in the chat. <laughs> We're just having a nice conversation here that I'm not paying attention to your dumbass. Fuck you. George McCool will come over there and put a boot in your ass. I, did you see the did you guys see Dan Scavino's story like two hours ago? That oh, like I was that my... search engine. This new search engine. Oh yeah, he put that out speech. the other day too. What the hell is it called again? Free spoke. You can download it on the app store. It's supposed to be like a Helps you find the truth faster. That's what he said. I don't know. So wait a second. Hey, it says a, the search engine that helps you find the truth faster. Is it freespoke.com? Free spoke. Yeah, I don't know. I've never heard of it. I don't know. Maybe you guys have. I've I saw him. Po- I saw him post something about it the other day. Yeah, he just did like two hours ago. Anything he posted. So I don't know if it's. Too. It says there's news. Free spoke, like free spoke, right? I already got right? a fucking piss. Free. <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm going to piss. I'm fucking Go shit up. It. I'll be back. Go for it. <laughs> That's what happens when you do a live show. I, I guess he's got to go to the little boys room. Freespoke.com. I, I just pulled it up. It's, uh, if this is it, anyway. See clearly, search clearly. Democrats fear polling inaccuracies overstate their chances in 2022. <sighs> Trending so story. Type in, type, in, type in John Podesta's emails. See what comes up. Um, he brought his fucking headphones. Everybody can hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Is this guy kidding me? Is he really being live? <laughs> <laughs> and what if he is? If he shakes it more than twice, he's playing with it. <laughs> I'm crying. Wow, that's a first. Here he's gonna come back. Hold on, ready? <laughs> Give him a round of applause. Hold on. Look, here he comes. <laughs> yeah, we 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 heard we we heard the whole piss by the way. We, we heard we heard the we it sounded like Niagara Falls in there. We heard the whole thing. All right. So I'm on free spoke. What do you mean? Um, sit down. <laughs> hey, if that's how you identify as a as a as a sit down peer, you're all you're among friends. You're among friends, definitely. You're among friends. Hey, John, <laughs> hey, I just typed in John Podesta emails. And it says it's got over 8 billion results. Um, Holy oh, yeah. Podesta emails. Wik- Wikipedia. CBS, though. I want the actual emails. Type in John Podesta emails WikiLeaks. See what comes up. If it comes up. Because, like, if you type that in Google, you're not finding that shit. WikiLeaks, the Podesta emails. Wow. Wait. That's right up front. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. 
Wow. Well, where are they? Huh? Uh, go to. I'm gonna look up. I'm gonna look up sixty-five thousand dollars worth of hot dogs. Oh, here, read the Podesta emails. I have the download email. entire raw data set for all published Podesta emails here. So there you go. It's I on. Have... Dude, this mm-hmm. is actually unreal. That's pretty wild. I'm gonna That's... have to. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna have to check this out. Download the emails. Oh, this will be interesting. You haven't read them, Alan? I, you know, I looked at some of them. It's not like I... They're fucking weird. They're so, so fucking weird. So, yeah, I mean, it looks like... uh, Oh, wow. That's that's wild. It it came right up. Type in in Rachel Chandler. We'll see what comes up. Let's see. Rachel Rachel Chandler. Okay. So the email the email is uh from Fred Burton uh to Don Coy Kendall CC the Eric Einstein and Copeland's Susan Copeland subject get ready for Chicago hot dog Friday the email Dude, is the I- third result have you seen the third result who is Rachel Chandler the deep state war trust the q.com the ra- who was Rachel? The Radio Patriot. I'm saying who was? Oh yeah, the Ray Ray, Ray Child Handler. Yeah, well, no, and see if you can see images. Like, does does she come up in the images? Let me go back. I forget what she looks like. She's blonde, right? Uh, yeah. So the but the email it says I think Obama spent about sixty five thousand dollars of taxpayer money flying in pizza slash dogs from Chicago for a private party at the White House not that long ago. Assume we are using the same channels. Hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, $65,000 of hot dogs and pizza. We'll have to check. We'll have like to if you break that. that down, if you break that down, it makes no sense. Like if you're taking that for face value. No, 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 no. yeah. Like even if you even if you go and like buy the most expensive hot dog, like there's a place by me called uh, Dirt Dog, and they're banging. It's it's like uh, a chili cheese dog with French fries and a lobster roll, and they got like all these different types. They got a lote. They got a whole bunch of stuff. Fucking banging. But it's like an eight dollar hot dog wrapped in bacon. If you got sixty five thousand dollars of eight dollar hot dogs, that's still an ungodly amount of hot dogs. Like, how many people can like fit in the White House? Right? Oh, like a lot. You know what I mean? I mean? But even even if it is a lot, they're not gonna have they're not gonna have people that are gonna come in that are without security, and there's not gonna be a huge two thousand person gala at the White House. They're gonna rent something out. And go do it somewhere yeah. else. Um, it makes no sense. Sixty-five thousand dollars worth of hot dogs and pizza, like that's absurd. Nobody gets that. Um, no, maybe, I mean, Chris, maybe some Chris, really good pizza. Chris Cuomo. Dude, Chris Cuomo said on live air that it's illegal for us citizens. So Alan, don't read those emails. It's illegal, according to Chris Cuomo. Illegal's a sick bird. He can go fuck himself. I'm a Cuomo To read those Podesta emails, only the media can read it and and then tell us what's on there. That's right. It's the media who tells who tells you what you need to know. That's what Fredo said live on CNN. He literally said that when the Podesta. Oh, speaking of CNN, Don Lemon gets taken to prime time, and now and now he's going a morning show. With two other liberal broads. Oh, that's great. They're getting dominated. They're getting absolutely destroyed. Like he's still in he's still in that lawsuit for grabbing a guy's cock in the bathroom. Allegedly. Dude, why are they all why are they all so gay about everything? 
Like everything these guys do, you find out like the dirtiest shit that they do. Like who does that? Even if you're gay, you're just gonna go up to a guy and <laughs> grab his dick in a bathroom. Isn't that what they do? And then they don't get mad at Trump for grabbing girls by the pussy. Oh, Donald Trump yeah. just grabs girls by the pussy out here all the time while I'm out here grabbing cock. It's it, yeah, it's fucking insane. It's hilarious. And 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 I tell people like really think about the context about what Donald Trump is saying. When he says girls just let them grab him, grab them by the pussy. It's it's not that difficult to break down and understand how that happens. Dude, he had like a shit ton of money. He's, like he's a girls billionaire. like probably yeah. yeah. Wasn't a politician. He's a billionaire. He's a I billionaire. mean, it is what it is. He's on TV, he's a billionaire. And and really think about this. Like I I've spoken to professional athletes, professional hockey players, professional baseball players, and they'll go to hotels. And down in the lobby, there will be a gaggle of bitches. Yeah, that's down in the that. lobby, ready, ready to get picked. And you guys go down, and they yeah. pick, t- take the pick of the litter. And those girls are trying to get knocked up so bad, and they they'll literally let you do whatever the fuck you want. And right. pick and choose, like, oh yeah, I'll take that one. And she's coming up to the room with me, and they'll just give it up for free. So you're telling me a guy who's a billionaire, the girls aren't throwing themselves at him? Like they're literally, well, oh my god, that's Donald Trump, like. It's crazy. It's a different world yeah. for him. It's a totally different to, world. Like girl, like the NBA, like those girls go up there. They have to sign like an NDA too. Like oh, that's yeah. how like ridiculous the system is. Because dude, I had a, I was in a bar once in like Chicago, like two years ago. And the group of friends we were with, this girl was legitimately like had a screenshot picture of her, her friend's phone. Like it was the girl took a picture of her friend's phone and the girl was like, it could I, I doubt it was like like photoshopped or anything because there's a picture of her phone. She was legit like snapping LeBron James. And like this girl was like a complete smoke show. So I could like, I wouldn't doubt it. And it it literally said like, it was just him like sitting on a couch in like a do-rag. And he's like, are you going to come up? That's like what the Snapchat said. And she like, so her friend took a picture of her phone from like the open Snapchat. That's fucking wild. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's well, a different level. Then he'd see that she screenshotted it. Um, that, that makes sense. Yeah. So, but no, I, I know somebody. Did you ever hear hear what Derek Jeter used to do to broads? He used to give them gift what? baskets. Derek Jeter. He used to give them. Oh yeah, I've heard that story. Yeah. With like autographed memorabilia and stuff, and I know a girl who got a gift basket twice. <laughs> Two different occasions. <laughs> it's 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 hilarious. It, it, like really? when you're at that level dude when you're at that level the girls yeah the girls want that they want to get knocked up so bad they will literally cut holes in the condoms they, they need will... yeah they they, they want to trap these guys they want to yes. get taken care of they want to be a news story they want they they're in so desperate need of attention most of them have daddy issues Hey, you know, go up to Derek Jeter's room. Let him piss all over you, but it's okay. He's going to give you a gift basket with a bunch of signed memorabilia that maybe you could sell on eBay one day for, you know, a few thousand dollars after he just pisses all over you and humiliates you. And you're just like, yeah, well, you know. Yeah, no big deal. It's not, not yeah, no a big deal. Maybe I'll be the next TNT story and I'll get my 15 minutes of shame, of, of fame, shame, fame, same thing. The girl that was like all butthurt that Drake put like fucking hot sauce. In a uh-huh. what was that all about? Remember that? And then she was all butthurt and trying to like fucking claim that he put hot sauce in her. It's like, no, you did it. Cause didn't she like steal the condom or something like that? 
Yep. And then she put the, put the condom up her snatch and found out that there was hot sauce in there. And her vagina was on fire. This is so ratchet. So fucking people are just sick. People are sick. Anything, but they'll do anything for money. Like this is why I tell people when you, you you see these elites that we we call satanic and pedophiles. I'm like, I know people in my life that will do anything for fame and fortune. That will literally do anything for fame and fortune. And you're telling me that you can't you can't believe that these people that are famous and 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 are, are have all this wealth and and fame that they wouldn't do things that or wouldn't be coerced or asked right. to do things that they wouldn't normally do unless they were going to get the result that they wanted. Right. And now all of a sudden, this is where we at. We have all this blackmail and everything that's going on all throughout all of these industries. That's how you get in. Yeah. They make you do yeah. things to, 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 I mean, look at all of the rappers that have come forward to say, yeah, you know, to get in the game, I had to oh, go to this hotel me. room and I had to have a guy, you know, do things to me. Did you ever see the video of the rapper who yeah. on social media? He's like, Birdman fucked me. Yeah. He fucked me in the ass. Yeah. I was like, no! So, no! so or like or- Orlando Brown didn't like Will Smith fuck him in the ass or something like that. Orlando Brown said he they, they all and then that's yep. it. Then they're owned. They're blackmailed. Yeah. And if you wanna you wanna go platinum, you better grab your ankles. That, well, like, that's it. <laughs> the iceberg. Harvey Weinstein is just the tip of the iceberg. That's like peeking behind the curtain to see the shit that they're into. It wasn't just the women. The men had to go through it as well. Like, the, like when you like you really think about the people that were on the list that Harvey Weinstein may do disgusting things. They're A-list actors. Like Jennifer Lawrence is an A-list actress, mm-hmm. and he made her do sick, disgusting things to get roles. But she has She's nightmares like, about Tucker Carlson. Yeah, but has, exactly. But has nightmares about Tucker Carlson, <laughs> and it's fucking hysterical, comical, comical. But really, think about this. It's not just the women. Any male that wants to get into these major roles, you're doing things that you don't want your audience to know. Yeah. Are, are, yep. do, you, oh. do you ever hear this? I have something right here. Do you ever hear this? So, when I was back on the boards, scrolling through the boards heavily. There's a lot of people that come out. They're like, oh, I'm an FBI anon. I'm a Hollywood anon. This, that, and the other. This one guy came out here and put this on the Q research research board. This is what he said. He goes, "Hello, I'm not sure if this will be seen uh, be seen much, but I was directed to post on Q General Research. I know Hollywood anon. I'm another Hollywood anon. I need to remain entirely anonymous." but I've been in several blockbuster films and television in the last decade. I will just say this. I will just say this is all real, very real. You cannot imagine the depravity that exists in Hollywood. Nobody is entirely clean, including myself. Some are much worse than others, but anyone with serious commercial success has done something they would never want their fans to know. The A-list knows Q is real. They know Trump is on their asses and he's coming for them. They feel extremely betrayed by Trump, which is why they're seething with rage. But be easy with your judgments. Many were forced and or born into this life as many others were tricked into committing heinous acts for fame slash do not have control of themselves. Some are breaking free. Watch Kanye. He is a hero to many. Keep up the fight. You see what's going on. I remember seeing that. And you see what's going on and you see the actions of these people 
And it makes things like that that much realer and seem that much more believable because you know how these people operate. You know that you're not getting into these roles without doing something. We know what Harvey Weinstein is the tip of the iceberg. We know that uh, Jeffrey Epstein was a giant blackmail operation. I truly believe that the Playboy Mansion was the same exact thing. They had all these tunnels. They had Jack, Jack Nicholas had direct access. What were they doing in these tunnels? What kind of disgusting things are they doing? Probably young girls, maybe not young boys, but probably young girls. A giant blackmail operation over there. It, it, it's it's constant, and they're they're not the only ones. I'm sure there's ones that we don't even know about. I bet you Peter Nygaard, he was in on the blackmailing. I bet you Nexium was in on the blackmailing because Richard Branson threw parties for Nexium at his private island, which was a mile away from Little St. James and a mile away from James Biden's island. Like, you think that these aren't all connected. There's no way that this is just happening all willy-nilly and, and these guys aren't connected. John of God in Brazil, Peter Nygaard, all these people, it's a giant network. It's one yeah, giant yeah. network. And you read something like that, and you're like, ah, that's crazy. But wait a second. They did this, 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 and this? Holy fucking shit. Then you watch Out of Shadows that Jaden mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. And you're like, holy fucking shit. This is getting out of control. These people are really satanic. Like, you look at the guy who did the interview on Out of Shadows. He was a banker. He's like, yeah, they invited me to this party with my wife. And uh, they were doing some really sick satanic shit. And he started, bawling, like, crying on the documentary. He's like, I couldn't do it. I immediately left. What they were doing to children was so disgusting and evil, I immediately left. Like, Out of Shadows was wild. And these are things that we're reading about. And people just dismiss it. Oh, it's crazy. They would never do that. Imagine if he would have actually done something good and when he immediately left, immediately called the police and giving addresses and what's going on. Probably be dead. He'd probably well, be dead. Yeah. I look, really, really think about it. He he probably I, I would have I would have risked my life to, to 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 protect some kids. You know what? Fuck him, then he should be dead. How about I, that? I I, 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 I listen. I, I might be dead. All right, well, you know what? You wanna protect the kids? You wanna save America, you want to end all of this pedophilia or at least attempt to put a dent in it, which good luck, then then be but brave and do something like they say, like James the thing, O'Keefe says. Here's the thing, Alan. Yeah, here's brave. the thing. You look into you look into stories like Michael Jackson. Who I don't think was a pedophile at all. I don't think he was a pedophile. Either. I think he was controlled. Yeah. I think he was he was he was a fall guy and because I think I he was gonna calling, blow it up. What was he doing when they started calling him a pedophile? He was one. Wasn't shy. the guy that like wasn't the lawyer or whatever that like called him a pedophile like seven years later actually convicted of pedophilia or something like that? Oh, I don't I know. Be surprised? I wouldn't be surprised. I'm pretty I, sure I, it was like one of the first lawyers that like brought charges against him was tried, actually convicted of pedophilia. He tried to take over the music industry because he knew the music industry was very corrupt. He was very aware of this. He he was involved in it because of what they did to him. He knows all about it. And not only that, he was trying to buy NBC. And as soon as he started doing these things, that's when they started calling him a pedophile. And this is what they do in gang culture. In gangs, to get initiated, to get in the gang, you got to do something that you don't want to necessarily do. Like even the mafia, like the mob, you got to kill somebody. What do they do with that? They They keep the weapon. They keep they keep blackmail something holding holding over you so now if you want to speak out now you want to be that lone ranger and come out and speak out now the entire gang is going to be like hey not actually 
we're not the bad guys. He's a fucking maniac. Here's the gunner. He's the pedophile. We're not the pedophiles. He is. Here's all the evidence. Even though the evidence that they produced, it wasn't enough. They just showed him with pictures of Macaulay Culkin and these young kids. They didn't show anything, anything uh, really damning. But they, that was enough for them to spin the narrative that Michael Jackson was a pedophile. So now this banker comes out and speaks. Now all of a sudden the world thinks he's a pedophile instead instead of the big gang that he's trying to expose. Dude, think about how many people that happens to that we don't hear about and they play ball. Like, for example, let's say you're like a banker that wants to like have a successful career. And then you're like, you get a, a guy comes to you and is like, hey, I got a friend who is like an, an island We'll take the jet out there for the weekend, you know, and you're like, yeah, hell yeah. You go there and the whole thing's outfitted with cameras. And then all of a sudden, you know, you, you, you go back, maybe you don't even do anything, but you're surrounded by all these other people or something. You go back to work a couple weeks later, someone slides a picture on your desk. Be like, Hey, I got you a picture of you doing this. So you better fucking play ball. You know what I mean? I feel like it happens so much. Think about, think about this. Just put this scenario in your head. Okay, you're a famous person. You're just getting into the world of Hollywood and somebody invites you to their private island. Like, hey, my buddy, he's got a private island. We're going down there for the week. You want to come? You're more than welcome. We're going to hang out by the sun. You know, have a great time. It's a private island. There's pool. It's great. It's going to be so much fun. In my head, you hear that. You're like, yeah, it sounds like a lot of fun. Like, you're going to invite me. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. You get there. You have a great fucking time. You don't even do anything sick or disgusting. You don't even do anything. You don't even know anything that's going on there. You're just there enjoying yourself. Okay? Now the guy who owns the island gets arrested, gets caught doing the evil things that he was doing. Now, all of a sudden, lawyers and people are asking questions and they're subpoenaing you to answer questions because you knew this guy. You were present with this guy. And all of a sudden, you get a giant manila envelope with a picture of you on that island. Even though you didn't do anything, you're just there. You're on the island. That's all they need. If someone produced a picture of Donald Trump on Little St. James Island, even if he did nothing, it would have been a huge blow to what Donald Trump is is and who he is. It would have been a huge blow. And, And that's all they needed. And they don't have it. So you don't even have to be involved in the evil pedophilia. You just have to be at the place that has all of the cameras, that has all of the audio, that has everything. And they could frame the narrative and shape it because it's all of them that are involved against you who's trying to speak out. So now this is why Donald Trump and the first time Epstein got arrested, he was the only one that spoke out because all the other ones, they went to the islands. They went to the Manhattan house. They got, all got subpoenaed by the lawyer. The lawyer sent all of them subpoenas. Nobody answered. The only person that gave any helpful information was Donald J. Trump, the only person. And the only way you're doing that is if you know they have jack shit on you. They got nothing on you. Because otherwise, they're going to release, hey, back in 2009 when Donald Trump wasn't running for president and he wanted to speak out against Epstein, they would have been like, oh, Donald Trump's a pedophile if they had anything to try to sweep this under the rug. And they had nothing. Nope. Spoke and helped the civil case. The only person. So they, they, it, it's one giant gang mentality. And I, I, I truly believe that the reason why Donald Trump was able to stay clean 
and able to rub elbows with these people because he knew if as a businessman knew that these people controlled everything he knew he had to to accomplish anything that he wanted to accomplish he had to do business with some of these people you know he's not stupid but mm-hmm. one of his very good friends rest in peace was jfk jr john john very good friends and yep. I don't believe JFK Jr. is dead. The people that do, I think you guys are fucking nutcases. I really do. I think you're yep. fucking nutcases. Okay, but you got to tell them where that originated. I don't think a lot of people know. Well, most people, yeah, most people don't know. It came from a, a post on the board from a guy named R. Uh, and he's, I could read the post. I have it saved in my, in my phone. It's, 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 it's stupid. But if you actually study JFK Jr.'s death, it's got MK Ultra written all over it. He's been dead. Exactly. And and I truly believe that JFK Jr. was meant to be what Donald Trump is because JFK was the last person to try to take down this evil cabal, this global elite. And they killed him in broad daylight to send a message to anybody else that would want to try and and take down this global elite, this this that's that's operating in uh, in in the shadows. And they had to wait. And I think JFK Jr. was meant to be what Donald Trump was, and they killed him before he could. But let's say, Alan, Alan, you're, you're JFK Jr. and I'm Donald Trump, right? There's so many questions around JFK's death that, Alan, if you were JFK Jr. and I was Donald Trump, I'd have to ask you because they were good friends. We, they were friends like you and I. I'd be like, Alan, listen, you don't got to tell me, but there's a lot of quite like – what do you know about your father's death? Like you never, you never acknowledged the Warren Commission. You never said it was to, to stop questioning and believe it. You actually questioned it constantly, and you brought people to to write in your magazine constantly questioning the J of the death of your father. What do you know? What does your mother tell you? Because we know Jackie. We know that she knew what was going on. Because when they asked to change her outfit, here's from fresh. No, I want the American public to see what they did to my husband. Yeah. She knew. What did she tell her son, who's three years old, when she raised him? Do you think she she told him, "Hey, John, John, the world's a great place. Everybody's everything's all dandy." Or be like, "Hey, you know what, John, John, they killed your father. We have to be very fucking careful of what we do and how we carry ourselves, and 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 do this very calculated because they murdered your fra- father, the sitting president of the United States, in broad daylight." And, and then and, he, right, and then he, he right, and then what was it? it? Was a plane crash in '99? JFK Jr., I believe, right? It was well, from Martha's Vineyard. No, from Caldwell, New Jersey to Martha's Vineyard. Mm-hmm. Um, he was on his way over there, and uh, he was flying a little low, and he made contact with the FAA. And uh, he, you could see on the charts, as you could see the flight path that, that you could actually look it up. He makes a little bump up. He goes for a little bit longer, and then all of a sudden a straight drop down, and then a quick little hiccup, and then straight straight down. Um and it's got MK Ultra written all over it. He made communication with the airlines. The really weird thing is when you crash a plane, uh, the FAA immediately gets an alert uh, when a plane gets within 100 feet uh, of the ground and they get a geolocation of where the plane is. It took them 15 hours to start a search. 15 hours makes absolutely no sense. Um, and then you actually look up, up Egypt Air 90. Egypt Air 90 was a commercial flight. And uh, it was a couple months uh, before JFK's death. But in Egypt Air 90, a bunch of terrorists took over a plane and they uh, took the pilots away and they forced the yoke of the plane straight down. The pilot went and grabbed the yoke and tried to pull it back up. In planes, the fuel is stored in the wings. 
And when you're flying, you have to make sure that the wings are balanced. Right. So you have a fuel selector valve in the plane to select which wing the fuel is coming from. But on this fuel selector valve, there is an emergency shutoff switch that's impossible to do by accident. It's a two-handed job that you cannot do. It's literally you can call any flight instructor and ask them if it's possible to accidentally hit the fuel selector valve, emergency shut up, they'll tell you you're crazy. It never happened. Okay. So, but when when you shut off the, the fuel to the engine, the plane is going to go whichever way the direction is going. And the reason why that emergency shutoff is there is in case one of the engines catch on fire, you can shut off the engine so you could coast down to a nice landing rather than just blow up in midair. Right. Um, on Egypt Air 90, what the, the terrorists did when they forced the yoke down and the pilot started to pull the plane back up, this is a commercial flight, the terrorists hit the fuel selector valve. So now the plane is going whichever way it was going. And the reason we know this is because what the pilot did, people on that plane crash actually survived and told the story. In JFK's death, the fuel selector valve was off, coincidentally. And you see the straight down, you see him go straight down. He has a little hiccup and then goes straight back down. So we know for a fact, based on tons of testimony, that JFK Jr. never flew without a flight instructor. When his cousin called the FAA or the Coast Guard, I should say, because the FAA wasn't doing anything, called the Coast Guard, said that he was with his his, uh, his wife uh, and, and a flight instructor and there was no flight instructor there. The passenger seat just mysteriously missing. The flight logs just mysteriously missing. All of his flight instructors previously said that he took meticulous flight logs. He was a very detailed flyer, and he would always keep his flight logs, but we couldn't find him on this particular flight, nor could we find the passenger seat. And you're telling me uh, he's still alive? Come on. Come on. It's got MKUltra written all over it. So – my point earlier was I think Donald Trump was told by JFK that there are evil players involved. Like I, he might, Donald might've asked, Hey, June, John, John, you got to tell me, what do you know about your dad? Like what the magic bullet, the Ruby shooting, uh, this fucking guy, like, tell me what, you know, you got to know something. I would have to ask if you don't, if he didn't tell me, he didn't tell me, but I would have to ask. And if, if they were as close as people say that they were, I feel like John John would have told him. And then all of a sudden you get told as a billionaire, hey, listen, some of these people that I'm dealing business with, they're not just like fucked up people, like pieces of shit. They're actually right. evil, oh, evil yeah. people. And you now deal with them accordingly. So this is how he was able to stay clean and not get involved in all of this evil, disgusting shit because he knew ahead of time. And it's very possible uh, that that's the case. I'm not saying that it is, but right. I'm saying that that's a scenario that could have played out. Because, again, if Alan was J JFK Jr. and I'm Don Jr., I'm asking you. I'm asking. There's no way I'm not. It's such a polarizing subject, the JFK death. It's such a, 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 a piece of American culture. There's movies, documentaries. Like, it's the most common conspiracy that everybody knows of. Yeah, just the conspiracies on on how and who was involved in his assassination goes all over. Son, now you get to ask his son, who is who's openly said he doesn't agree with the Warren Commission. Right. That's yeah. That's that's pretty big. If you ask, who knows what he told him? Who knows? But I don't. I, I mean, it's 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 silly. I, I people that say he's alive, you you guys are fucking idiots. Um, if he if he is alive, I, and I hope I'm wrong. I hope he is. That'd be fucking the coolest thing ever. The only way I believe that it's true is time travel, which that's a whole nother rabbit hole. Because 
I, I, well, I, 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 well, Alan, let me ask you this. Anger. Let me, let me, let me just ask this. Both of you will ask you. Do you believe time travel will ever be possible? Uh, if it, if it is or becomes possible, I don't believe it'll be accessible to just Joe Blow American. I oh, mean, like, no, like, no. Any, like any ask, other. But, but, but let me ask you this. If you believe that time travel is possible at some point in history, at any point, it could be a thousand years from now, Alan, that time travel becomes a thing. If time travel becomes a thing in a thousand years, guess what? Time travel is already here, my friend. Because who's to say that yeah. thousand years ahead of time, they're not time traveling to now. Sure, I, you could say it. I mean, it's already here. If if, if that's the case, if the Ingersoll like the the Ingersoll Lockwood books and like a couple like if you go down that rabbit hole, it makes you think. Fuck. Like, no, it's the wildest. Oh, fuck. It's the books that were written, the last president and Baron Trump's marvelous underground journey, written in the eight, early eighteen nineties. 1892 and 1895 it is wild and Donald trump lives in trump castle on fifth avenue in in, in manhattan like the, the the anomalies and these are books that are in the congressional library these are not like just make-believe books that we found on the internet like these are very very <laughs> real things and uh and isn't, there's something about there's something about don's like i don't know someone that don works with his name's pence or something like that in there too it's fucking insane it's really insane. And they have a dog named Bulger. Bulger. Yeah. Uh, so it's, yeah, no, there's, there's way too, there's way too many anomalies. Well, let me ask you this, Jaden. Are you familiar with the prophecies of Keck? You are, are you familiar with why Pepe is I've, a thing? I, I've seen like different like posts about it, but I like, I have no idea where like the origin came from. So it's fucking really, really, really wild. Um, so uh, there is an ancient Egyptian frog god mm-hmm. called Kek, and also yeah, also also known as the god of chaos or the bringer of light. <laughs> Okay. And, 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 and and it is stated in the prophecy of this frog god, this ancient deity, um, that the chaos comes right right before the light, and it's always at the darkest hour. So, a, aka, you have to go walk through the dark darkness to get to the light. Um, I feel like we're in the dark now. That. That's what I'm saying. Oh, we are for sure. We're in the dark right now. And I, I, I equate these times. Uh, yes, Diana, I'm saying JFK Jr. is not alive. He's dead. Uh, D-E-D. Uh, yeah, he's dead. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's not coming back to install Donald Trump as the king. Yeah, no, it's dead. Dead. Um, I, think, I think him and his family play a very integral role in what is going on and, and how we can overcome this global elite. But I do not think he's alive. Um, but, um, how dare you, (laughs) um, so there's a whole WordPress dedicated to this. Alan, I actually sent you an email about this WordPress. That one. See, 
Hold on, I just oh. lost. Oh, there we go. Now he's back. Yeah, that what I just brought up. Yes. So this is the the this is the, the, about the prophecy of Keck. The real story behind Hillary Clinton's cartoon Nazi frog will blow your mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking wild. It's fucking wild. I mean, yeah. Pepe the Frog isn't a white nationalist symbol. Pepe the Frog isn't a harmless meme propagated by teenagers on the internet. Pepe the Frog is, in fact, a modern-day avatar of an ancient Egypt deity accidentally resurrected by online image board culture. This is the image board culture. The online image board image board culture. Does that mean basement dwellers? No, like 4chan and 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 8chan. That's where it really started. Basement Basement dwellers wearing their knit hats, munching on hot pockets. Not hot pockets. There are some of those, though. There are a lot lot of those. those. There's a lot of those. Uh, When memes collide, the origins of Pepe the Frog, the precise origins of the frog, like all image board memes, obscure and unimportant. What you really need to know is that sometime around 2010, a sad-looking cartoon frog began to tend among trends among posters on 4chan.org and similar underground image boards. Shortly after the age-old piece of online vernacular used to express laughter, LOL, fell out of favor on these sites. I mean, there's so much. It goes into the Donald Trump in the 2016 election. There you go, Trump Pepe 2016. Yep. How you doing? Yeah. I gotta, I gotta read through this. You just sent it to me uh, earlier today. I'm gonna, I wanna check it out. I think the frog. So that, well, that coincidence is fucking bananas. Oh, there's uh, the ancient uh, statue of Keck, prophecy of Keck. Wow, this is a. Uh, oh yeah, no, it's 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 this is, very. This is beyond my brain waves. This is like. When you look so at the clips, so the coincidences, like when you actually, Alan, like it's it's mind fucking blowing when you actually read through this. It's it's insane. Oh, and what's Pepe stand for? Point emerging, prob probably oh, entering. That's where, that's where they get it from. This this album. That, that's not that, that's so. This album. This this whole album is a coincidence. That tie this whole thing. You have to like this album and this Pepe Chatelet song ties in so coincidentally when you actually read what this actually is. I gotta. It's check it out. Insane. So put we'll put that link in the in the description for anybody else that wants to read it. I'm actually gonna What's put it this? in. With with post seven seven seven, right? The coincidences, like for you to for you to land on like because each each post has a trip code, Alan, mm-hmm. uh, and and as the posts go, the trip code dial goes up, like continues to scroll. Okay. So for someone to accurately predict what their trip code number is going to be considering there's millions of users who are posting at all different times is very highly unlikely. You basically are, have a better chance of winning the lottery or getting struck by lightning for something like this to happen. Hmm. And the person who landed on seven, 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 Donald Trump will win the 2016 election. Keck. 
<laughs> and this is how the prophecy of Keck and the the, the it, it 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 ties into all of this, and that's when the memes really started going full force. Because the energy, the energy behind it was to get Donald Trump into office. That was the whole energy behind it, and that's what they used. And they, as soon as that happened, that post happened, that seven 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 post. Yeah, all of the people on the on the boards went fucking bananas with with memes. It was fucking endless. They were like, "Yeah, this is working. Like that doesn't happen by act." Literally, the only way there's it's literally impossible to predict what number you're going to be because you have to think at all times, twenty four seven, all over the world. There's millions of people posting at that time. So you could literally think you're going to get the very next number or try to guess that you're going to get like a, it to end on a seven. It's impossible, let alone all of the numbers at once. I think what's really wild is all of the, 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 the whole process of the, the boards and fortune and just Q itself and what it's become and how it started and what it evolved into to, I don't know. You really sit back and you think about it. Who, who the fuck was, who the fuck did it? You know, it's just, it, it's. Well, we know who created the boards and, and the boards were there well before Q existed. Um, it was just, a, it would, the boards were used just as an outlet. Right. They were, they were there for years and. Uh, um, I never explored them. I remember they, them. But, it's very, but, if you're, if you're not but, familiar, you're not a, a, a techie person it's it's pretty complicated and it's tough to navigate uh, yeah. a lot of times but these boards have been around for a very very long time and and these have been anonymous messaging messaging boards for 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 years what and, were you gonna say Jaden? they've done like real remember when they found like the the terrorists like they, didn't they didn't the boards find like a terror and then they like pointed out the russian government like went after them like that day they did. Oh no! And and remember, remember, like the boards are great. They they put these trends out there, and they get these stupid liberals to fall for it. Like they were they were getting yeah. a bunch a bunch of uh, liberal women to shave their heads to save racism, and all these women were going on social media shaving their fucking heads, and it was all a four chan fucking gag. It's hysterical. Yeah. But no, they're they're called autists for a reason. Like it's not yeah. a it's not a the anonymous people are not like not everybody is an autist. I am far from an autist. I am not like autistic. You're an autistic. I'm, I yeah. I'm I'm literally <laughs> autistic. Uh, no, but like they call they call them autists because they're just wizards on the computer. Yeah. Like they, they can do things. So I don't even remember uh, the Shia LaBeouf thing. Remember that one? The Shia. Exactly what I was going. That's exactly what I was going to. Shia LaBeouf put a white flag. In the, in the middle of some random ass field and put a camera on it. And all you could really see was a very small section of the field, the white, the white flag and a, a tiny clip of the sky. Like it was not a very wide angle. It was a very small frame. And he made some statements like, if you find where this is, I'm going to do something. And I forget what he was going to do, but within yeah. an hour, within an hour, these autists found it using flight patterns and cloud patterns. Within an hour. Yeah. Wow. They're fucking maniacs. I mean, are they and just intense gamers? Like researchers, they, they they know how to navigate the internet better than anybody. Uh, you know, because there's there's like, you can access the like we what, the internet that we have, Alan, that we use on a regular basis is like the internet for dummies. Yeah. The internet, yeah. The internet is 
a wild place. And if like you know how to navigate through the dark web and navigate through things, you you can find pretty much anything. Yes. Uh, and on the internet. And if you know how to do those things, you're very talented. I I do not. They these people are able to research and 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 find that, like this is why they this is why we were able to find out that Joe Biden did not get the call sign of Air Force One when he flew his first couple of flights because these autists were following flight flight patterns. Like there's people that just constantly pay attention to this stuff and put put pieces together. This is yeah. Do you see the aquariums that they found? Like. They've been finding. Did you see all those that post no. about them? No. The aquar the quote unquote aquariums. They're supposed to be like hubs that like the three letter agencies keep kids. They're called aquariums. No, I didn't yeah. see this. Yeah, dude. They have they have every single address of any listed aquarium in the entire country, and it's like hundreds of them. Oh, you never I, did, saw this? I did see this. I did see this. Yeah, I did, I did see this. This is, uh, yeah. That I, was I, insane. I, I dive deep into it, but yeah, I did see a little bit of that. I didn't, I didn't dig if it. If you dive deep into that, if you dig into that, it's bananas, dude. It's well, all you insane. need to do is look at the finders. Like the finders yeah. is a, a giant yep. proof that what we are talking about, that they are using schools and the government and politicians are trafficking children underneath schools and tunnels. Like you could, the, the FBI literally released this documentation, and and you were able to read it yourself. The uh, and, and also the Franklin Project. That's another one. It's another major major uh, proof that there's gl- uh, powerful people that are involved in pedophilia. Then you have the Lincoln Project, who was tweeting about pedophilia. Now all of a sudden, it's back all over Fox. Remember when they got caught with yeah, all the yeah. pedophilia? And now they're back on Fox. They're just like, yeah, we're, we're going to forget about that happening. When was the Finders? Wasn't that like the 90s or was that early 2000s? It's the 80s, I believe. I believe it was the 80s. Dude, and they were, remember they were talking about having Wi-Fi internet and shit in there? Yep. No, oh, it's in the 80s. These are things that people were talking about. Like Tesla was talking about all of this stuff when he was alive. And, yep. you know, you, 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 th- you really put things into perspective. Because Tesla actually released the not Tesla, but the FBI released a, a whole trove of Tesla documents. Um, I have them in my in my link tree. But uh, you start to read those. The you know very- how I know you're gay. You yeah. have a link tree. Well, what else should I use? To <laughs> all my links. Why are you gay? Um, uh. But in the first thing that shows up in this in this. Like drop from the FBI is a New York Times article. And it's an interview between Nikola Tesla and New York Times in 1945. Long ass time ago. He's talking in the interview about how he, he sold this giant project to the federal government to protect our nation. And it's a laser beam that can shoot up to 200 miles away. It's no thicker than a centimeter. And it can melt plane engines over 200 miles away. And he was talking about where they were going to place them and where they were going to be put and stationed. And this was in 1945. In 1975, what did we get? The heart attack gun. Something that they don't talk about. These are technologies that were around back then. And you're telling me that we don't have them anymore and they just disappeared off the face of the earth? They've been using this shit for a long-ass time. I want a heart attack There's a... Dude, I was listening to, I think it was Tinfoil Hat the other day, and they were talking about, because there's Operation Northwoods. That was the one about using drones, right? 
So kind of, yes. Planes. Yes, yes, the drones are involved. So there, there was another, I forgot, the, I forgot the operation, but they were talking about doing the same thing in World War II. <coughs> so, drones as per passenger planes. <coughs> operation Northwoods was 1962. And uh, the OSS and a couple other, this is before the CIA, a couple other intelligence organizations they came to JFK with this plan. And now context is important. We're in the height of the Cold War. Russia is supposedly building nuclear bases in Cuba. So our intelligence organizations, they don't want that to happen. But they can't just go and start bombing Cuba for no reason. They have to get congressional approval. They have to get the, the American people behind it. So they came up with this huge plan. They went to JFK and they said, hey, here's what we're going to do. We're going to fill a plane, an airplane with all CIA agents, all intelligence organization agents. We're going to de debrief them, make them sign all, make them all sign NDAs. Then we're going to drop that plane off at a military base. They're all going to get off the plane. Then we're going to take a drone and we're going to disguise it as that said plane. And we are going to, it is 1962. We're going to explode that drone in the middle of Miami and Cuba. We're going to surface a submarine and we're going to drop off plane parts and get this. This is what was the wildest thing of this story to me was full passports. We're going to show up in the wreckage, full passports, something that we've heard before. And they were going to blame it on Cuba. And then they were going to have paid agitators dressed in Cuban militant gear stormed the beaches of Miami shooting innocent Americans. JFK saw this, lost his fucking shit, said absolutely fucking not. We are not doing this. And this is what caused the conflict with the Bay of Pigs because he no longer trusted our intelligence organizations because they wanted to kill innocent Americans so they can get into a military conflict with Cuba. And this is another reason why he got killed because he, he, didn't, he didn't trust them. Because um, he was killed a year later in 1963. Um, but Operation Northwoods was the proof that showed to me that our government will stage events so they can carry out their agenda. The defense direction. This came out in the Freedom of Information Act in 1996. So it took how many decades? 62 to 96 for us to get this information through the Freedom of Information Act. Mm -hmm. And it just proves that our government is totally fine with killing innocent Americans, totally innocent bystanders to go to war with other countries. Collateral damage to get what they want because there's tons of money involved, money, power, influence. And when we talk about damage, and then when we talk about the things that we talk about, we're the crazy conspiracy people. Meanwhile, there's more than enough proof. Like, oh, that was back in the day. They 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 don't do that anymore. They wouldn't do that anymore. They got caught already. Oh, they got caught like MK Ultra. They just do it differently. They just do it differently. They got caught doing all of these things, and people just expect us to believe that they just stopped. Oh, we're we have this whole program. The whole purpose of this program is to brainwash people and create the Manchurian candidates that we can shape and mold to do whatever the fuck we want and create super oh, soldiers. That's just a movie, James. And it's do just all in the movies. We got caught. We got caught, Alan. They caught us. And we're, you know, it's done. The program's dead. We're no longer doing it anymore, guys. MK Ultra's dead. They caught us. Jaden, I got a question for you. What do you yeah. see? 
what do you see happening? Say the next, let's just go the next year. We have the midterms coming up. Well, I'll tell you what, what's your outlook? What's your outlook on midterm elections? Good question. I follow Everyone you on Instagram. This is the first. Wave, but... Say that again. Everyone says there's going to be a red wave, which I believe there will be, but we already know that this is their last chance. So they're going to cheat their fucking asses off. So this is like, they're going to just go balls to the walls, I think. So I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. I think there's going to be like, you're going to have a lot of like Carrie Lake situations where it seems like there's going to be complete blowouts in places you'd expect. And then you're going to just, you're going to see fraud at a level we've probably never seen before. I'm, that's what I, I think. I don't know I, what to think. I could go. It could go either way. Let me ask you this: Do you think in 2020 they use all of their ammunition as far as rigging the election? Like, can you think of another way that they could have used to rig the election? I think the fact that they stopped counting just proves that they weren't expecting that. So yeah, I think they literally used everything they had. Okay. Yeah. I, I agree. I I agree. And because they stopped counting, we know that they did not ring it hard enough. We overwhelmed them in 2020. I've been, I've been, I've been yep. thinking about something. Oh, um, yes. I, I don't know if they have any other ammunition as far as on their own, but I think <clears throat> part of me wants to believe that they have evolved, you know, like a virus. Explain. And I think we're going to see, and I think we're seeing it now. And the more it's actually clicking a little bit in my head now, because it's something that I've been talking about uh, the last couple of days on on my show. But I I think now that rhinos that Republicans are going to be in on the rigging, stealing, manipulating, and willful sabotaging of the midterms for the GOP, because as much as that, well, they cannot say it publicly. I believe they already are. Well, without saying it, yeah, that they do not want Donald Trump to be president again. They do not want him to run in 2024, and that they do not want America First candidates in Congress because that will destroy the majority in the party in the Republican Party. So. One example is Lady G, Lindsey Graham, who's, uh, in in my eyes, the obvious example right now because of what he's doing with this. We're 50-something days from the midterm election, and he decides, hey, I'm going to propose this ridiculous Hmm. federal ban on abortion, right? When Roe v. Wade was just struck down and abortion – was brought back where it belongs to the states. So now this cuck decides, well, now that it's back to the states, we're going to have more federal government overreach on abortion. We've already, we've already pissed off the people. Well, the left, the baby killers, bringing it back to the states and the 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 media spun that as well now abortion's illegal and blah 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 and blah 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 and all their idiots believed that they're useful idiots 
And now you have Lindsey Graham saying, well, now he wants to do this federal ban. The, the hypocrisy, and I hate that word, hypocrisy, because it's such like a buzzword, but there's no other word. The word is to me willful sabotage. And it's funny because I I thought it when I – what's that? Knowingly. Yeah, so I, I see – yes, yes, I believe that. And I saw – when I saw it, the first thing in my head was, well, what the fuck is he doing? Right the, – the election is around the corner. I know he knows what he's doing. But I'm like, what is he doing? He's, he's trying to sabotage the GOP, America First candidates. And then it's funny, as I'm thinking it, literally – Roger Stone puts it out in public and it makes every headline. So I was texting him with it. Like, what is he doing? And then like the next day, you know, Newsweek, and everybody was quoting him because he had actually said the words willful sabotage. And I, and, and, and Lindsey Graham isn't the only one, but he's right now just in my head as the forefront because of what he's doing. But I think there's a lot of activities going on behind the scenes. Almost like, so I started watching um, Game of Thrones again. And uh-huh. I, I was watching the the new one, the, the House of Dragons. And right. I, I'm, I'm kind of watching, so I'm kind of watching both. And you know how everybody's stabbing each other in the back to to get to the Iron Throne. That's the goal, to get to the Iron Throne. It's just like seedy politics. And I've been around politics since I'm 18 years old. But now it's like, now more than ever, and it's so blatant that the rhinos are involved and implicit with the progressives, the AOCs, the, the all of these Democrats, and I believe they're working together to the Uniparty, Alan. Sa- right to sabotage, and like we don't have enough right in, in Congress, members of Congress, we don't have enough good guys in there, and that's why it's like I keep like you know a broken record. You got to get out and vote. We have to overwhelm the system. Get you code. Get get this one. Get that one. We have to overwhelm the system. And it annoys me when people who they, they call themselves, I don't know whether they, they're, some of them call themselves truthers or what they, some of them, where literally they'll say, well, voting is useless and it's a form of slavery. And, and it just, it, it pisses me off in, in, in my gut because that's the only thing we have is getting involved in voting. We have nothing else. And between the Lindsey Grahams and and the others, I'd even put Ted Cruz in there because I think he's a piece of shit. I, I truly believe that there is... It's basically a conspiracy within, but it's, it's, it's blatant now in some aspects. I don't know. That's my take on it. I, I just think... Oh, I, I, you, you nailed it, dude. You nailed it. It's and I think job. that's going to be their their angle now because they've... They've blown their load in 2020. I I I I I'd agree but, with you. If if Liz Cheney had won, I I agree with you. But I don't think people are buying this establishment. And uh, not guys, everybody. Um, I think the le- I think the left right paradigm is like over. To be I honest, so. I think that I, they I think that they see like most people see like the America First. Yeah, they mostly are on the side of right, but like. It's not like they're the establishment, right? Like, a, you know what I mean? They're more like, right. they're not caught. In, they're not like believe everything the right believes, believe everything the left believes. Like they, there's like 
contradictions within, you know what I mean? They're not just like, oh, my party agrees this whole thing. So I'm going to just completely jump all the way to the right. A lot of these people that are America first have like different beliefs within, you know what I mean? Yeah. Versus what it, maybe they actually want to defend the constitution when they take their oath. Not like 99.9% yeah. ever no, of, we, of, we, of, of members of Congress now that have violated their oath one way or another. Yeah, they all have, dude. It's it, yes. it, it's all, all talk. All they the care mask about. is off. Oh, it's amazing to see, and I, I, I think Alan, there's more people that see what you, what you're seeing than you realize. I think people are are starting to understand that there, there is a uniparty that the establishment yeah. politicians are are working together. They're on the same team. They don't care about the American public. Like, look at Dan Crenshaw. Do you see what what primetime Stein? Yeah. And Crenshaw, it yeah, was the most end of life I've ever seen. Like this guy couldn't handle it at all. He knew he was he was caught. He was being called out on all his bullshit. Like, yo, why are you sending this money? Like, why are you okay with this? Like, we have plenty of issues over here in America, and you're sending eighty billion dollars. Like, oh, he's that's not the number. Oh, I guess it's over a hundred billion dollars now. Like, it's, it's ten billion dollars is too much money. One billion dollars is too much money. One dollar is too much. Yes. Money. You know, it's dollar is too much money. There's so many issues going on here in the United States that we do not need to be concerning ourselves with anybody else's 40. Think about what what 40 billion dollars could do for our country if it was used properly and not squandered away by these frivolous pieces of shit that just spend all this money on dumb shit. Like if they actually did, they care, they care when they want to. When it when it benefits them, when it benefits them. It doesn't benefit them because guess what? All that $40 billion, it's not going to Ukraine. It's going back to them. It's funneling right back into their fucking pocket. It's like like when it benefits them, like when when Ron DeSantis sends 50 migrants to Martha's Vineyard and they call it a humanitarian crisis, and then the people of Martha's Vineyard are calling themselves uh, do-gooders. Did we lose them? Oh, there he is. I'm back. Sorry. They're they're calling themselves do-gooders. Good doers because good doers. They, 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 they had some some bins of clothes. So I was looking. There's a there was a there's a bunch of um when it came to their door, it's like, oh, we don't want them. We'll get the buses and get them yeah. out of here. And they got them off the island and they're sending them to a an army base on the mainland Massachusetts. But it's funny because there are these like Facebook groups and other groups, like the Martha's Vineyard uh, summer home rentals groups and stuff where all the homeowners are on there. Like all and the moms just losing their shit. Literally, they were eating each other alive going, hey, uh, hey, Miss Mary Rottencrotch, you have two summer rentals. Why aren't you opening them up to the migrants? Oh, well, blah, blah, blah. Like they were literally turning oh, on each crazy. other. It was amazing. They called in the National Guard, Alan. They called in the National Guard. Donald Trump calls for the National Guard to come for January 6th. No, not okay. 50 migrants in Martha's Vineyard. 50. And it's, and it's a humanitarian crisis. They don't know Dude, what I saw, fucking do. Yeah. I saw a funny post. Even though, fuck Charlie Kirk. Yeah, fuck he I said hate today, him. He's like, since when? Yeah, he's like, since when does Hillary Clinton have a problem with young children being flown to an unfamiliar <laughs> island full of rich white people? <laughs> she, that she came out, she came out, and she says, "This is great," and more, more just hypocritical bullshit. She made a comment and said, "Republican governors are literally trafficking humans." Hey, 
hey, hey, hey, hey, twat, <laughs> your party has been doing it for the past two years. I'm in New York and in Westchester, they're flying in fighting age migrants and children into New York, into Pennsylvania. I mean, it's okay when the Democrats are doing do it. it. In it's, the middle of the night, too. They do it. They, they in the middle of the night. the night. They'll pack them in and they'll ship them off to all these, all these Florida. To, yep. Florida got 50. And we, and we pay for it. 50, 50 planefuls full of migrants. 50. He sent two. He sent two planefuls and he's the bad guy. He's the, the one trafficking people. Get fucked yep. all of you. yep it, it, it's wild it, it is it is absolutely wild that they care about 50 migrants going to the rich elite on their doorstep but they don't care about the fentanyl they don't care That's about the dead bodies in the rio grande they don't care about the fifteen thousand a day that are coming over into the into the rio grande they don't care about any of that doesn't barry and big mike have uh 10 10 bedrooms at their their yeah. front home sure they have properties for sale. I think, there I think people open. see the hip. I think people see the hypocrisy though. Like, look at Beetlejuice; she's losing her shit over it too. Yeah. Oh, people are definitely starting to navigate. Someone even said it in my chat, Catherine. She's in wild in there. People are, are learning to navigate th their way through all the bullshit, and I hope more people are navigating their way through Every the bullshit. Day, Every day it's happening. People are starting to understand the, the 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 prices of everything. Like these are things that directly affect them. Like they don't care when it doesn't bother them because they're sitting pretty. Like oh, let's be do-gooders. Let's virtue signal. Like oh, right. let's try to help the less fortunate. But as soon as it impacts their life in the slightest, right. in the most inconvenient way oh my goodness we have 50 more people in our town we cannot handle it they lose their shit now now you take that down to the average the average american not the people in martha's vineyard the gas prices the, the price of goods all these things they it affects them and they see it they're like why are these things happening and they some of them try to rationalize it and say oh it, it's still orange man but less and right. less and less every day are rationalizing it because it's just a compound effect of all of this shit that's hitting everybody's door at the same fucking time they're like wait a second i could have rationalized uh, the, the gas prices but now the food shortages now this now this now 40 billion right. to ukraine like what is going on guys yeah like it, it doesn't make any sense to people i saw another funny meme i think the babylon b put it out it was a late old lady looking out a window on the telephone she says woman calls martha's vineyard uh resident calls 911 because she sees hispanic in in front of her house without a leaf blower <laughs> Dude, I saw that. <laughs> Dying, dude. Oh my god. Oh I love the internet and I love memes so much. They're the greatest thing. Dude, it's so I, fast. I, I gotta tell you something can happen in like 10 minutes. There's literally hundreds of memes. Hundreds, thousands. And you know what's wild, Jaden, is I know people who have literally been red pilled through memes a lot of people like Meme magic. like just it's unbelievable that memes the way they're done by some of these these meme masters and then the stuff that you post it's like people look at it yeah. and they're like well i never looked at it that way oh, oh wow oh wow from a the, fucking meme the, bro the it's, military it's, has like seg segments of the military that like are literally like study well, memes Admiral Admiral Rogers and General Flynn were having a conversation, uh, an open conversation, like a Q and A type of thing, 
And Admiral Rogers is talking to the audience and saying that they have a whole department in the NSA all dedicated to memes. A meme department. No, because it's a way of – well, in the beginning, in the beginning, you have to realize why memes were so important because they they couldn't figure out the algorithms and how to censor – the memes they could only set they, they could only make algorithms for certain the picture they couldn't get the text on the on the, on the meme so they couldn't figure it out and, and zuckerberg was out there asking asking anybody to figure out he's willing to pay millions of dollars for someone to figure out how to build an algorithm to be able to read memes and then once they did q actually put up ways to get around that algorithm at first and like we were putting black boxes remember whenever he was putting black boxes around their memes that yeah, was what you yeah, told yeah. us to do because it was a way to get around their algorithms because it couldn't read it only could it it, it needed to get like 80 percent of the photo for it to be able to read it for it to figure it out and then they figured yeah. out how to, how to work around on that but the memes were so important because it got around the algorithm it was a way to pack a punch of information really good information and get people to stop scrolling and a lot of it because it was it was comedic there was some comedy behind it people people really resonated with it It wasn't like straight information like this is a lot it's like oh this is fuck like the one you just said earlier like first the guy the guy the, the, the leaf blower like that's hysterical but at the same time it 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 opens your eyes like, yeah, these people in Martha's Vineyard are being a little fucking ridiculous. They were saying one one thing a couple of months ago, but now because it's in their backyard, it's freaking right. them out. And and those kinds of things wake people up in a way where you and I can't reach them because they look at us they're like, oh, these are some crazy conspiracy people. Some people see memes and they're like, there's no way this is real. And they'll look it up. They'll look it up. Yeah. Try to understand the meme. They'll try to get it. Right. Because so many, like Jaden said in the beginning, he's like, I didn't understand some of these memes. And there's still memes that come. I'm like, man, that's over my head. Like, there's oh, absolutely. There's layers. Like, it's so crazy, the layers of memes. Like, it's <laughs> it's so deep, some of these memes. It's it's amazing. And, and how- memes have taken on such, it, it, it's unbelievable how part of the culture it's become where, like, you have, now you have prominent political figures, okay, either sharing these memes or even attempting to make their own memes. Like it, it it's wild. Like you know Donald Trump Jr. shares memes on an oh, S cont- daily. Yeah. S tier level. S tier. Yep. Mm-hmm. He, he is he is a officially a shit poster in my book. Absolutely. Um, the way he posts. It's it it's like he, he he's his father, but on the internet. Um, because his father is is in my opinion the greatest troll of all time. The greatest the fact that he's in his 70s and does what he does just adds to the fact that he does what he does but he's the greatest troll of all time he trolls them right to their face it's the most amazing thing to watch ever even the tweet like the tweets are great but like when he's on on the mic and he just trolls them right to their face nothing is better like the time he brought out the sharpie markers remember when nancy pelosi signed everything in gold markers and then he came out and handed out sharpie markers i lost it like nothing beats that like that is the greatest troll of all time but his son don jr he does it with memes on the internet and it's 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 almost as good as his father's it's just his father does it in real life his father is not an internet troll it's just amazing that, that Dude, he's not he's not holding back anymore trump jr's no. not holding like before no. it was just a bunch of normie shit but now he's, he's starting to get like 
Neither is Don. Neither is Don Donnie. Don Donnie is retruthing. Yeah. Patriots are in control with a giant Q pin. The storm is here. Where we go, one we go all. It can't. He, yeah. He's done this so many times to the point where it can't, you can no longer use the excuse. Yeah, he's just scrolling down and rapidly reposting things. Like he's he's yeah. not doing that. I'm sorry. He's done it too many times. There's no way. You he knows the consequences of his tweets, and he knows how how eagle-eyed the media and how the, how keen they are to what he reposts. And as soon as he reposts something, you go to the you go to the the the, the news section of Google, and every article Donald Trump is on a QAnon QAnon <laughs> tirade on True Socials. He's promoting Q. He's this, that, or the other. Like they go on this fucking rampage. Yet they don't ask him if he believes in it. One time they asked anything close was. Was what's her name uh, during the during the uh, the election time? And he's like, "Well, I don't know much about it, but I do know that they really don't like pedophiles, and they're 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 really going hard after the pedophiles." And to me, that's a, probably a good thing. So yeah, I like them. <laughs> like yeah. that's what he said. And he's like, "I don't know much about him." He goes, yeah. she, "Like you want to waste some more time talking about this when we can be talking about the border? We can be talking about all these other important things. But you want to waste your time talking about this? Why don't we talk about Antifa? Why don't we talk about what they're doing? Like you want to you want to talk like it's so stupid." And he he plays right into their game. And I don't know if you saw this interview he did recently yeah. about him getting indicted. Did you see the interview where someone asked him if, if what he's if he expects to be indicted? Have you seen this yet? No. So Donald Trump was doing an interview, and I think he's playing a masterful. Oh chess. yeah, yes, yes, I did. Uh, yeah, masterful chess game, masterful. because he knows what's coming. He knows exactly what's coming, and he's like, "Well, first off, it doesn't. He it doesn't rule me out. If they indict me, it doesn't rule me out." Uh, the guy doing the interview is like, "No, I want." That's the point I wanted to get across because most people don't understand that. That if they do indict you, you can still run in 2024. He's like 100. percent He goes, but he goes, if they do indict me, they're in a in a lot of trouble. He goes, I don't think the people will stand for it. I don't think they will. I think they'll, they'll awake, awaken a monster, and I think he's setting the stage perfectly. He knows the indictment's coming. He knows that, yeah. that once that happens, they're going to be able to send Antifa out. And he, because he knows, he knows his base. He knows that we're not sitting here ready to go out and start rioting in the streets. He knows that that's not the type of people we are. So I'm, I'm glad you said that. It brings me back to that stupid ass Lady G, where he goes, yes, where he goes on an interview and says, if Donald Trump is prosecuted, there will be riots in the street. What the fuck are you talking about? Nobody is going to riot in the street. That was cat. That wasn't. That wasn't just being, you know, negligent. He meant to say that. Again, that's another example. Call it the Uniparty. He's working with whoever he's working with in order to sabotage Donald Trump and to sabotage America First and the the party itself. No, he, well, he, they no, all keep saying that. They all keep saying there's going to be a civil war. Like you, any any news like liberal news station, they're just civil war, civil war. Like they want right. this to happen so bad. Right. This is, they need this to happen. They have nothing left. They, Hollywood this is actresses, Kathy Griffin. If you vote Democrat, you don't want a civil war. If you vote Republican, yeah. you want a civil war. Hmm? She's saying that if you vote Republican, we're going to come out and fight. And and remember. Pre-2020, like the, the, the night of 2020, not only did Vegas odds uh, 
have Trump winning. Not mm-hmm. only that, but remember all of the cities, what they were doing. What were they doing? They were preparing for riots. They were, they were boarding up their windows. They were boarding up all because they expected a Trump victory. Yes. Everybody did. Everybody did. Even the people that didn't like Trump were like, yeah, he's got he's got a lot of support. Yeah, yeah, They're of course. Boarding up their windows. Because they knew. They they knew that they were gonna riot. Exactly. We're not and what happened? Did we did the Trump supporters after we now know it was stolen? But even at the time, like I remember going to bed after he was up at eight hundred thousand votes, after he sp- did a speech up eight hundred thousand in Pennsylvania, six hundred thousand in Wisconsin. I said right. to myself, there's no way that they they they're gonna win those states unless they rig it so blatantly that everybody knows. How That's many right. how many riots broke out None. after Donald Trump lost the election? How many riots broke out in 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 protest of of of? Did he, of that? he taught everyone like how to think? I think because like remember when he talked about the vaccine, he was like praising himself for the vaccine. Nobody clapped at his rallies. Hey, everyone Buddha. was like, dude, no, no. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So if we were like some cult following. No, that we all know how to think for ourselves. I agree. That exposed that we're not a cult following. We're not just going to do anything this guy says. It exposed that that we think for ourselves and we're going to make our own decisions. And I always I always say to people, I always, he has to he had to be the one to do the jab, and he had to he has to speak good of it. He has to. He has no choice. He's stuck between a rock and a hard place. Because let's be real, hundred percent, like. If Donald Trump did not create the vaccine, we know for, that Joe Biden and his, his administration would have, whether it was in the first couple of years or the last couple of years of his administration. Because originally what they wanted to do, they wanted to keep us locked down for, for eight years. They wanted to keep us in a total lockdown, completely destroy the American economy, completely destroy all mom and pop businesses and have us relying on the government. This is exactly what they wanted to do. The only, and, and the reality of the situation is, most people, not most, but a lot of people in this country were so scared and they, they were induced with so much fear that they would not do anything unless there was a cure or something to help them stay safe, like a vaccine. It's the reality of the situation. So you either have Donald Trump create the vaccine under emergency use authorization where they cannot FDA approve it. They have to literally lie to the American public and say it was FDA approved, even though it never was. To get to get that FDA approval, and it probably would have been mandated if the, if it was if there was no emergency use authorization. Uh-huh. And and if Donald Trump speaks poorly of it, that's their escape. That's their they're already trying to frame that narrative that he's killing people because he's the one who created the jab. They're already trying to change their tune because they can't cover up all the adverse effects. But if he came out and said anything bad, they're like, oh, Donald Trump created this vaccine and it's killing everybody. Look at here's the the ninety nine percent of the various adverse they, effects all of a sudden they tried and, that but they were starting to try that not too long ago and it just yeah. wasn't working and then it, it kind of just went away absolutely but 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 again if he said anything bad about it they immediately clip onto that just like right. they do with the time he said that we could use uv light oh you could use bleach donald trump said you could drink bleach and cure COVID. they still use that to this day he mentions hcq yeah. what happened to hcq we now know it works it yeah. works 100 percent we know I ever met like literally a small amount, like doesn't like a small amount of bleach and like you spit it out actually work too. Like that's oh, why know. he said it. No, that's not, but that's not what he said. He was talking yeah. about the, the UV light that actually works. Oh, it, it, it I, I've, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. 
disinfects the skin. He was talking about the UV light, and they they took it because he when he was talking about disinfectant, they were saying he was talking about bleach. He never said bleach once. If you actually watch the interview, he never even said the word bleach. Just like you use the word ivermectin, and you have the idiots on CNN saying, like Don Lemon, oh, you won't, you won't, you won't go get a vaccine, but you'll take, you'll take a dewormer for cattle. Oh yeah, like all sarcastic, like. Now it's on the CDC website yeah. as as a as a. Cure Meanwhile, moron, it's always been for humans in human form. I I know. I I took it. They were uh, all like, against the vaccine too, right away. Like, remember Kamala? Like, no, I would never take that vaccine. I don't don't trust anything that Donald Trump put out. And then all of a sudden, yeah. and Dr. Fauci wouldn't say a word. He said, "No, it's impossible for it to happen this fast with Operation Warp Speed." And then, and then January January twentieth came, and it was. They, they all became the biggest vaccine salespeople overnight. in the world overnight. Speaking, speaking of Fauci, did you guys see Rand Paul just absolutely destroy him? Yes. I'm tired of Rand Paul destroying him. I'm sorry. Uh, he's done it so many times. Countless times yeah. he's destroyed Fauci, but the guy is still walking around after he's the modern-day Mangala. Yeah, they, they, um, they, they, they can't do anything right now, and who knows no. if they'll ever be able to do anything, but it was great what he said is that he's when we are in control and and we will get to the bottom he was talking about the royalties with the money and the and the funding your, your and things. alliance health you know it it yeah. it's going to be interesting if there will be some um hearings and investigations and subpoenas for dr fauci even you know after he's retired or whatever he's going to do next but uh you know i'm i'm not confident in in a majority in the senate whatsoever or if it is, it's going to be very, very slim. Just maybe reversed a little bit. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm more focused on the on the majority in the House, which I think is very doable. But uh, I don't know. I, we we got to get the reins first. We got to get subpoena power. We have to get people on committees, good people on on the committees with subpoena power. That's going to be the next debacle, and we'll see where Kevin McCarthy lies because if. Kevin McCarthy becomes Speaker of the House, which unfortunately probably will. It all depends. But I, I, if he becomes Speaker of the House, which God knows I don't want that, then it's going to come to who was he putting on what committee, making heads of what committee, and will they have the subpoena power in, in, on those committees in order to actually do something? Because you know, if Kevin McCarthy's Speaker, he's going to be the one making those appointments. And I'm sure I'm I'm sure Kevin Swalwell is going to stay on the Intelligence Committee and uh, Eric Swallow as well. Yeah. Um, Fang and Fang Fang. Fang Fang just died in a plane crash. Yeah. She just coincidentally dies in a plane crash. Just oh no big deal. People just die. Do you see Alex Stein uh, with him too talking about Fang Fang? I didn't watch the whole thing. I saw him walking up and he was saying, Hey, Eric, is this Fang Fang or the Chinese spy? He was with an Asian woman, yeah. He was with an Asian woman. Was uh, the woman Asian she, or was she Hispanic? Oh, she looked Asian to me. She, I didn't see it. Me. Um, Alex Stein's got the biggest set of balls. No, he's hilarious. He's a fucking yeah, hysterical. He's so funny. And he goes up there, he goes up to town, town hall meetings wearing bikinis dressed like a woman. <laughs> I got, I, I, I got, I got, so I got a, con- I got a contact into him, trying to get him on a Freedom Friday. Well, I, I actually might be able to make so that fun. happen. I might actually be able to make that happen. I have a contact to him already. Then, 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 then work I'll, yours I'll, too. I'll send a feeler out. Yeah. Oh, by the way, and anyone who's listening, show, I was asked to go on a show, Conspiracy Castle, when yeah. when Maxwell got arrested. Mm-hmm. I was in Dallas. 
Um, so I couldn't do the show. So, uh, so right before, right. He, you know, right before he got, when he, when he went, when he went viral, right before the blaze TV thing, yeah, yeah. he was on with, um, you know, Kevin Allen who has been on a show. He does the morning show on the network. He was on with stakes too. He, yeah, he was on. And then Kevin Allen was on his show, conspiracy Cath- castle. And then we were, we were talking actually. And, uh, and then he just he blew up and he got busy. So we're we're, we're gonna work on that on on Alex Stein. But anyone out there who's watching, just hit the share button, please. Share on Facebook if you're on Rumble. Subscribe, to James, me. Just, just you know, I keep saying it all the time. We got to keep hitting the share button. You guys have been great with it. I mean, getting over a hundred shares on on Facebook and stuff. We got we yeah, got to keep amazing. it going because they want to shut us down. So share the video. Shut up and do it. You know you want to. I thought they shut down our, our page earlier because all of a sudden our, our my page got logged out and it wouldn't allow me. It says this page does not exist every time I tried to load into our page, but it's um, it's here now. What Facebook? Yeah, I thought it nuked us live on air. Um, <laughs> I thought I was going to get nuked. I thought I got nuked yesterday. On Instagram, I can't believe, I can't believe we're playing this game. Yeah. I really can't we're playing this game i, I they're, they're better strategy honestly they're better strategy and i'm going to give you guys a little help here they give these fucking cucks high fbi a little help hey guys they're better off shadow banning us than deleting yeah. us because we're going to get another account like whether you whether i have to get a new phone or a burner whatever i got to so, do i'm going to get a new account literally you, huh? literally so so my facebook page that we're live on now I'm I'm ju- I'm almost at 31,000 followers, right? But this is the second page because I have another page out there. Like this page is the great divide 1776.com and then my other original page is the great divide podcast. That one was like around 28,000 followers and then they they restricted the hell out of it. Nobody was seeing anything. I would post something, I get one like. Like this one's wide open. There's so much engagement on it. And it's just, I was I was going a little crazy with I guess different posts. You know, you know what it was? I was posting news articles from the Gateway Pundit, and I was talking to Joe Hoft about this when he was on my show from the Gateway. And I was like, "Listen, you you guys got me nuked on Facebook just by sharing your news articles. I could share Breitbart, I could yeah. share New York Post, anything I want. I shared Gateway Pundit. Boom, thirty days. Gateway Pundit, thirty. Gateway. Now all of a sudden it was like, oh, you're you're lower in the newsfeed. No one's going to see you. You're not. Your page isn't being recommended. So I was losing followers on the other page. So that like that whole shadow banning and stuff. It's it's they don't they they could really fuck you. And unfortunately, people like us. No, that's where I'm at out right, right now, Alan. Our, our engagement is so low right now, and and I'm our live right now is actually doing really well. We got a lot of people on on uh, Rumble and on Foxhole right now, and on CloudHub. Um, but for the most part, it's it's brutal. Like nobody sees our posts. Nobody even knows that we exist anymore. Like so many people think think that our account got nuked because we just don't show up. Yeah. On, on Instagram, right? Your Instagram account? Yeah, anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. They I get that not, all the time, too. Yeah. They do not like us. And I had to create a, a whole character to go on YouTube. Right. Like, literally create a whole alter ego just to go on YouTube. I wear a wig and uh, and I cook the greatest fucking food ever. Let's not get crazy. Yeah. Let's, let's, not, get, wearing, let's not, like, not get crazy. Dude, if you were wearing a wig, you'll probably get promoted on YouTube. <laughs> you should, 
<laughs> probably, probably. I got a Jerry Curl wig that I'm rocking. Oh, you should do. You should be like, you should. You gotta be a George, trans pitmaster. Yes, George McDougal should go trans and become a trans American, an America, a, a, a freedom loving <laughs> tranny. George McDougal, her, Georgia McDougal, as the pitmaster. I slam butt heavies. They would literally, yeah. you would be, you would have millions of subscribers. There's no way, there's no way I would last. That would get me nuked so quickly because there's no way that they would take me seriously. There's no way. Well, it, it, it's, it's so funny. Like, you have to use this game against them. Did you see the, the, the video of the guy walks into the library with his friend and his friend's holding a video camera and the girl goes up to him and oh, she's yeah. like, excuse me, sir, you can't film in here. And he's like, we're not filming. She's like, well, what is that? He's got a camera. He identifies as a camera. And she's like, he identifies as a camera. He's like, yeah. <laughs> she's like, okay, go ahead. And lets him in. Like she just sighs. Like she, you can <sighs> see it in her face. She's like, oh, okay. Have you seen the second one? They did it again. They did it again at a rave. No, and I didn't. It's like not. all these like weirdos with like fucking purple hair and like 300 <laughs> piercings on their face. And the girl's like, you can't film here. And he's like, oh, I identify as a camera. And she's like, she starts laughing. And he's like, are you laughing at like my oppression or something like that? And she's like, oh, sorry. And just like lets them in. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Yeah. I know. I, I literally, I'm a trans-dimensional gender-neutral unicorn. That's how I identify. I want parades. I want special treatment. I want you to give me money. I want. I want to be able to get first-class flights. I, and this is all the things that they're giving people, right? For for right. victims. Right. I'm a victim. Where is my trans-dimensional gender-neutral unicorn rights? Why don't I have bathrooms? I want sparkles and rainbows and shun sunshines. I want it all. Like, where is where's my red carpet? I'm I'm oppressed. This is injustice. See, I knew you were satanic. You went right to the red carpet, and that's typical of the yeah. transgender agenda. See, I'm sure you want red shoes too, right? You want to go take a tour of the Vatican? You want to see the kids' fucking room? Want to join the red shoe club? <laughs> no, you look at if you, you scream at about that on TikTok, you'll be like famous in like two oh, weeks. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, you see, you see John uh, Tony Podesta's artwork that we played on the show the other week. They're all wearing red shoes. Yeah. Just coincidence. Just, just, just coincidence. The Red Shoe Club. Red Shoe Club. Absolutely. Um, yeah, Bill Maher wearing the red shoes. Um, Tony Podesta has parties with people wearing the red shoes, um, and uh, the Pope wears them. And word on the street. Word on the street. Word on the street is that those red shoes are crafted with human flesh. That's how they are made. They're made with humans. And we know that they advertise human bags made out of human bones with human flesh. Like, this is not something that is not doable. I have yeah. red suede pumas. No, I, it sucks, dude, because I'll, I'll tell you right now, red shoes are fresh. I like, like, a, a, a pair of red shoes look nice. But then you I'm find gonna- out. Then you find out yep. these red shoes have to do with disgusting evil. You're like, oh, man, I really don't want to wear red shoes anymore. <laughs> Fuck. Like, Especially God, in this community, dude. If you if you get caught wearing red shoes in this community, they'll tear you apart. Oh, forget everyone's it. Like, I'm, done with, I'm done with all of that, dude. Like, it's so You know, I'm surprised. I You know, now that you think of it, I went to an event in New Jersey for Mike Crispy, who was running for Congress, good friend. 
and uh, General Flynn was there. And I went, and I was wearing my Roger Stone did nothing wrong T-shirt. I was wearing a pair of shorts. It was in Seaside Heights on the boardwalk, right? Went there with the family for the day. Went to his uh, fundraiser. You know, I was helping on with him on his campaign. Wanted me to be there. I'm talking to General Flynn, and then Mike Crispy was like, "Hey, let's take a picture." And I, we take the picture, not thinking anything of it. I not just not thinking anything of it. I look at the picture, and there's me, Mike Crispy, and General Flynn, and I'm wearing red pumas. And now that I think mm-hmm. of it, I'm sh- and, and it was all over social media, and I'm surprised, and I'm I'm shocked. No one mentioned the red shoes and ripped me apart for it. I'm now that I think about it, actually, because the way that like what I've realized in this community, and I love this community, I really do, because th- this war would not be winnable if it wasn't for anons, if it would not be win- winnable if it wasn't for truth seekers out there spreading the truth. It really wouldn't be. Right. Uh, fighting up against a multi-trillion dollar global media corporation memes literally like this yeah. is how this is the war that we're fighting and it's it's truly amazing but at the same time i've realized that 99% of the people that are involved in this battle including yourself woke up fair both of you were woke up in the past about the evils that are going on in the past 2 3 4 years not many people have been going down these rabbit holes for a very long time. Um, there, there are they, they do exist. There are people that, that, that have great accounts. But I've even noticed people that have Q accounts never even read the drops. They never read yeah. them. They're just good at Delta searching. Like, it's, it's crazy to me. And I, I spoke with Tip Top, Tip Top Tony, uh, and I, I have a lot of respect for him because, you know, I talk to him all the time because I love his content. He's, he's got very well thought out, very well done content. And uh, he's not one of the any. He, he, you could tell he's read the drops. He understands the drops, and he understands what he's talking about. And we talk about this all the time. How how ninety nine percent of the people they've never even read them. And I, and I, I tell him, I'm like, yo, dude, like you you kind of showed up out of nowhere. Like your account just kind of I, I started showing up on our radar like fairly recently. Like, why haven't you been posting? Like how long you've been going down these rabbit holes? He goes, honestly, I've been going down rabbit holes for a little while, but. I didn't want to start an account until I, I knew I fully understood what was going on. Like, I didn't want to start posting about it unless I truly understood what I was posting about. Like, because a lot of people, they see, oh, I can get a lot of followers. I could post about this stuff. I'm the new person. I can post a couple memes, and all of a sudden, I got a, a large audience. This is a, a great way for me to get an audience. It's the cool right. thing now to talk about conspiracies. It's like, oh, yeah. look. And, and I'm sure there's a lot of that in the in the game. A, a lot, a lot of it, a lot of it, and a lot of people they're they're so new to this information that they'll 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 post and they'll get emotionally attached to outcomes like the JFK Jr. theory. They get emotionally attached. Oh, he's alive, and you mention that he's dead, and you show them all of the evidence as to why he's dead and where. He's so angry. Them, they show you where you show them the actual R post where it says, and they get so they're like, you don't know what you're talking about. You're not a real truther. You're this, that, the other, you're a shill. You're that. Right. And then, and then, but then, but then you, then you have, then you have the, the total opposite of people who think that they're gatekeepers. They think that they control the information. If you're not, you're not talking the same narrative that they're talking, then you're a shill as well. And, and, And that's the thing. Like, I, I'm I don't know everything. And I'm no. I'm I'm an idiot half the time. And half? I'm welcome I am welcome to new information. Like, please present me information that will change my mind. I'm I'm I welcome it. Please. Right. I, I I would love to see information that shows me what I believe is totally batshit crazy. I would love that if I was batshit crazy, because then I could 
look at the world and be like, ah, oh, it's actually, this is, this is normal, but it's not. Well, that goes back to where yeah. people tell me, you know, on a few occasions on Instagram, mostly with, uh, you know, telling me that when I say to go out and vote is useless because voting is a form of slavery. And then I say, okay, just give me an alternative. What's the plan? What's the plan, man? What's exactly. the plan? Nobody gives me a plan. This. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, like the doomers, they come out and they're like, oh, nothing's going to happen. Okay, well, what's it like? We're just going to let it go. We're just going to just say, okay, nothing's going to happen and just forget about it and move on with our lives and just continue to get fucked raw with no lube because that's what's happening. Like literally every day, like you go, I go to my, go to the gas station and I literally want to punch myself. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you kidding me? I got to pay this much money just to drive around and get place. What? And I go to Costco where it's cheap. Well, but you know, the president doesn't have, doesn't, doesn't have any, anything to do with gas prices. You know, remember that whole thing. But then now they want to say that gas, gas prices are dropping because of Joe Biden. But I thought when he got in office and they were skyrocketing, you said it's not because of anything he he, he does. No, they, they don't. They don't. They don't control the gas. Hey, you guys want? You guys want? You guys want to see my cool? Uh, my cool satanic red shoes. Yeah. You ready? Cool. This, this is this is the picture. I'm surprised I didn't get attacked for. Look at my red pumas. Alan, you are. You, you are. Can you guys even see me? Yeah. We can see you. You are. You are insanely ugly. I know. So first off, do you have a leg sleeve? Yeah. Oh, that's fucking dope. I yeah. Mean, Get, got a little bit, a little bit of credit in my book with the full race too. I like that. I like that. But you're, you're what four foot nothing? Uh, yeah, something <laughs> like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I'm five foot five on a good day, depending on the shoes that I wear. I want to see you in like when I come back to the East Coast. I gotta, you gotta come and hang out with me, Nick and it, because Anthony's five five too. I do not want to hang out with you. Oh, uh, well, all right. How tall are you, James? I'm 5'10. I didn't know they stack shit that high. Yeah, you, you, you can shut your mouth. You're a you're a you're a real life giga chad. We know this. You can shut your fucking gonna... I see you in the gym. What are you, six four? No, I'm six two. I'll go I fuck wish. yourself. I wish I six four. four. Six two. <laughs> Nah, dude, you should see this. This guy is a fucking savage. I'm not even joking. Like an absolute walking giga chat in real life. The guys in the gym just absolutely slaying it, killing, killing life. Um, no, I, and and he's smart because we have to be physically prepared for worst case scenario. I truly believe that we're not gonna we're not gonna go through those kinds of situations. But like I was saying earlier, I don't know everything. I could be wrong. I just very well. I could be wrong. And if I'm wrong, I want to be prepared. If I'm wrong, I want to be in shape. Exactly. I want to be to to make sure that I'm not going to be the 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 last one on the totem pole getting eaten by the bear, because I'm the slow I'm the slow fat guy. Um, so no, but you, you have to. What was I saying earlier? Um, nobody cares. No, nobody gives a shit. I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> I'm a piece of shit. And, uh, nobody gives a shit about me. <sighs> <laughs> Crying my soapbox over I, here. Everybody can love me. I, oh. I, <laughs> I hope somebody loves me. Somebody, please. Somebody out there does. I'm sure. I, I luckily I got a, a wonderful girlfriend. She loves me. I don't know how. I don't know how. Very, very lucky. Very, very lucky. 
but no, it's 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 important that we take take good good care of ourselves now more than ever. Now more than ever. Like, what happens? Seriously, like this is not out of the realm of possibility. What happens if there is a real food shortage? What happens? Yeah. What, I mean, what luckily the, around here, I can go hunting. No, you should, so much you like should, you should it's prepare. So empty around here. I'm not just saying like prepare as far as having goods. Yes, yes. But let's be real. If you don't have goods, if you were not one of those people that's prepared, guess what you're probably going to do? I'm going to go find somebody that has goods and I'm going to find somebody that I could take all of their goods because there are those people as well. Sure. And, and, and that's going to happen. That is going to happen. Yep. Even if you have firearms, even if you have firearms, it is not as easy as it looks to shoot somebody. They make it, no. they make it on the movies. One, two, if you are out of shape, and you're in a high adrenaline situation where you have to protect you and your family and you're out of shape, you are, you are so fucked because your gas tank is going to dwindle so much faster. One, two, you're, you run out of ammo. You miss all your shots. How are you going to defend yourself? You need That's to you need mentally and physically sharp on top of being able to fire a firearm efficiently under high stress situations and have enough food and supplies to make sure that you and your family can, can eat. Now there is going to chaos is going to ensue while that happens. And if you're a fat fuck, sorry, you're probably not going to make it. And, and more so weak minded, yes. you know, yeah. those, those people out there that own firearms. And I say it all the time, better make sure you know how to use them efficiently. Not just use them. You have and to train under high stress situations. Listen, 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 listen. Because even even most of these people out there, you know, I work my nine to five job and I go to the gun range. Yeah, that's not cutting it. Yes, but even high adrenaline situations, you can only do so much with training wise. Go take a tactical class. I've I've taken a few under high stress situations where they're they're shooting guns all around you, and you're you're. you're it's it's really eye opening to to take some of these classes, it's and awesome. you know I look at my at my life experience, you know, working in the city, and I've been I've been into some really hairy situations. There are several times where I I've, I sh- should have been dead. You know, I've I've been stabbed. We've been shot at, and it, you it really opens your eyes to to what what to look for. I mean, I walk into a public place. I go into my bank. I go into the post office. I'm sitting in a restaurant. My mind immediately goes to where are the exits? And every time I hear the door open, I want to see the person's face walking in or near me. I'm wondering what am I going to use if in case I, I don't have a gun, how I'm going to kill this person. You know, I'm, I'm ready to go straight savage. I, I, I will, I have a plan. I go right there. I have a plan on how I'm going to kill everybody in the room. Or and if I'm going to take a Coors Light bottle and yep. say I want my mommy and bite the long neck off. Hey, sometimes <laughs> that's the plan. Sometimes that's the plan. Sometimes, uh, sometimes it has to be the plan. It worked once. It, it worked works. once. <laughs> but no, it's 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 something that you have to realize. And if you've never been in those high adrenaline situations, no matter how much training you have, yeah. if if it's not ingrained in you as muscle memory. 
you're not going to be able to accomplish what you're able to accomplish. Like the simplest tasks in the high, in these high adrenaline situations, like tying your shoes, like you won't be able to tie your shoes in high adrenaline situations. My girlfriend, when she was younger, she got broken into when she was home. She, her adrenaline was running so high. She couldn't even dial nine one one. She couldn't even figure it out. And, 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 and now, now put yourself in a life or death situation. Like the good nine, thing, huh? The good thing is if this were to happen and chaos is ensuing and people or people are going around, it's so crazy and they're trying to rob people of their supplies or enter their homes or, or, or do bad things to people. Most of those people make them will make themselves easy targets. Oh, yeah. I mean, most of you, we're not talking about oh, yeah. tactical commandos coming after you. We're talking about desperate morons, probably drug addicts. Yes, that, for, um, but but not even probably drug addicts, just people that are trying to put food on their family's table and they don't know how to prepare. Probably super liberals, most likely. Uh, but but you have to you have to also think it, you may be OK, Alan, and those may be easy targets for people like you and I who have been in high adrenaline situations, ha- have have put themselves in a situation where they they're not able to think the way that they normally would. They have to just rely on muscle memory and, and what their training is. Right. And and for the, for people that don't have that, they're going to be in a a world of trouble, even if it is an easy target. And people don't realize this. They like I love the people that watch things like Walking Zombies or I Am Legend. They're like, yeah, if something like that happened, I would fucking be. I'd kill all the zombies. I'd survive. I'd be the one that lives. Like I'd be the best. I'd be fucking awesome. And I'm like, dude. You would be dead in 30 minutes. Like 30 Those are minutes. the same people that like if they're if Instagram's down, they fucking lose their shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. They, they, they lose their shit. But but it's not they're, they're the same people that watch UFC fights. And like, why don't you just stand up? Why doesn't you just stand up? Like yeah. all right, dude. <laughs> uh let's let's You've put never you never been that, in a real fight. Let's put you in right. that situation and uh, you should just stand up, you fucking idiot. Like if I was – I would do this if I was in that fight. I'm like, all right, cool, dude. Good luck. Good fucking luck. Like it's, it's, it's crazy. So, so listen, I got I to do, do a late night airport run for a, a family oh. member. Yeah, yeah. I went a little over. It's all right. But uh, another Freedom Friday. Uh, Jaden, where – where can everybody find find your your page? I know you have the Instagram account. Where where are you? I'm on Instagram mostly. I don't. I have Truth. It's Pepe Q Sauce on Instagram. Pepe Q Sauce on Truth. That's about it. I don't really post on Truth. I just I just stick to this. Well, if I get nuked, it's whatever. If you're <laughs> if you're not following my man Pepe Q Sauce on Instagram, you're missing out. You guys are fucking legends. I wasn't great. following you on Truth. I just followed you now, but you say you don't I, use it I, a lot. I I, I, yeah. I I tagged him on Truth today, and he didn't even fucking repost it. It's fucking. I haven't bad. been on Truth. I haven't been on Truth in weeks. I barely go on there because I'm work. I just do it like if I'm driving to another place for work, I'll like hop on there and post something. Listen, and I, I just I, put I, my phone down. Truth is, a gr- I go to Truth just to look at Donnie. Truth. That's all I, yeah. I really use truth for is to go to look. And I like to look at like Julian's rum and a couple people that I used to see all the time back in the good old days yeah. um, before new, the new, the, the first nuking happened. Um, mm-hmm. But for the most part, I like Instagram. The, the, the main platforms is where everybody's at. That's where all the, the regular people are at. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's tough. Well, this we'll was get, cool. This this so was cool. awesome. Pepe Q sauce on Instagram. Post some awesome shit. You almost go. You got like close to you. You close in on ten thousand followers. Yeah, let's get let's yeah, get a couple months. I'll get there. Ten k mark. Let's get my man over the ten k mark. Uh, yeah. Go follow Pepe Q sauce. Uh, you definitely got to come back for round two. We'll have to have you on again. Uh, this is definitely a lot of fun. Uh, shout out to our sponsors. Hit the button, Alan. Ours <laughs> <laughs> are live. Myspace.com. Get your five pack. Get your box today. Put in code WPRUSA. Alan, you got the little flyer for me you can put up? Uh, do oh. I have the flyer? That is a good question. I'm technically not advanced right now, but I think I do. Oh, yeah, here it is. Here it is. Wait, I think I got it. There it is. Oh, that's not your code. Sorry, wrong one. I'll be honest with you. Don't use that code. Yeah. I'm kind of retarded. I got too too much stuff going on. I really do. WPRUSA. WPRUSA, 15% off my Patreon. 15% off. Dot com. MyPatreonCigar.com. That's what I was smoking. There was. If you smoke cigars or know people that smoke cigars, these things are fucking awesome. Um, We'll have to get you in some. Alan, we'll have to get him a, a a code for his meme account. I I can yes. I can I can do that. I'll throw I, the bio. I, I can do that. Get my man Pepe Q sauce a code, um, for my yeah. page. Let's, what, what, let's set this up right now. What do you what do you want your code? What do you want your code to be? Let's do this right now, right on the air. I could set this up. You got to think about uh. it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Pepe Q sauce like ten or something. I don't know. Right. I'll tell you what. Fifteen. Uh, well, Se- well, seventeen. Seventeen. Sixty-nine. Yeah. So, but but yeah, we'll we'll set you up with a code. Go to com code WPRUSA. Get fifteen percent off. These are amazing smokes. You won't regret it. Um, also, go to kushcreams.com for the number one topical in the game. Twenty-one time cannabis cup award winning. This stuff is amazing. Uh, I use it literally every day. I wouldn't survive without it. I love it. Go to kushcreams.com, code WPRUSA for 15% off or great 1776 for 15% off. Uh, Alan, I spoke with them. They know about what's going on. Uh, Marcus is going to reach out to you soon, unless he already did. Um, Not yet. That's all right. It's all good. And, yeah, I spoke to him yesterday. Um, and go to Sirius CBD for the number one CBD on the planet. Go to Sirius-CBD.com. Put in code WPRUSA for 15% off, I believe. And uh, MyPillow.com. Join the Mikey Pillow gang. It's winter's coming up. Make sure you get those MyPillow slippers. Those are my favorite. It's the Giza sheets, the pillows, the coffee, and MyStore.com. Code GREAT1776 or WPRUSA. You get tons and tons of discounts. Uh, so go there. Join the Mikey Pillow gang. Support Mikey Pillows after he just got raided. We didn't even talk about that. Um, I talked yeah. about that on my show on the on my show the other oh, day. Okay. So you talked about it on your show already. Um, but yeah, support Mikey Pillows and uh, help him out. The FBI. As a, matter, as a matter of fact, you know, I called Mike Lindell's cell phone and uh, Christopher Ray answered the phone and I said, "Hey, asshole, why don't you do yourself a favor? Or do Mikey Pillows a favor and at least get on mypillow.com and buy your FBI agents a bunch of pillows because it seems like they're all sleeping on the job anyway because they were all a bunch of assholes." I would love, love to call Chris Ray and just hit this. Fuck your life! Bing bong! <laughs> Bro, that random, the random town in Minnesota that he got raided is where I live, which is insane. It's like that's 40, fucking people. Do you ever go that, to that Hardee's? 
I've seen it and never gone back. <laughs> you should go through that Hardy's business. I know you. I know you're probably on a strict diet and you're a fucking gig dad. Guys drinking raw eggs. They sell a, pillowy a, biscuits there at that Hardy's now. Pillowy biscuits. Pillowy biscuits. You should uh, walk in and just be like, hey, can I use my MyPillow promo code here for some pillowy biscuits? <laughs> you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I got to find out. I, I want the phone number to that restaurant, and I want to call them like live on the air. It's like, is this the Hardy's that gave up Mike Lindell? You have pillowy biscuits there. I know you guys ratted them out at the drive-thru. <laughs> just completely fucked with them. Talking to some sixteen-year-old kid who's like taking. Who orders. the hell is Mikey Pillows? I don't even know who that is. That is some idiot. Uh, yo, that's hilarious. Well, it was a fun Freedom Friday. We'll be back on Monday for Monday Madness. Uh, it was a lot of fun, guys. Jaden, thanks for coming yeah. on. Definitely gotta have you. Yeah, back. Thank you guys for having me. Until next Thank time, we'll go one. We go all. See you soon.